Hi, this is Dale Lear, designer of TRS-80 Color Baseball, and you're listening to Coco Talk. Talk, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer, with your host, Mr. Gameplay Goodness himself, Stevie Stroh. Alright everybody, we are live and we are on the air and welcome to Coco Talk episode 58. We are here and uh, we got a great panel with us. We've got a correspondent on with us and Jim Brain saying that uh, he thinks I might have forgotten to update the bug, but shame on you, it's there dude bro the bug is updated and I, I i think i am now experiencing the same problem that grant leedy had a couple of weeks ago and because i noticed that the volume is now lower you guys noticing that the bumper's lower the music's lower grant had the same problem yeah i just got i just got the freaking windows 10 april update and so now my freaking sound mixer is screwed up thank you microsoft right windows so, 10 now quieter yes now quieter right so I, i'm hoping that our our, uh, microphones are hopefully loud enough and, and and our voices are loud enough but it is what it is we'll do it live and um and we'll take it and so and uh hearing, hearing a little squelch and feedback there cq cq uh jason you got a copy on us i do i have a very in i have a very unresponsive uh, mute button here on my phone on skype all right very good all right so let's see who we've got in the panel here today on the show we have with us from down under australia mr nick morentes is on the program good day hello good day everyone welcome hello. welcome we have our resident apple guy and we still let him come back mark overholzer is here thank you thank you very much uh, visiting us from hamvention jason the coco man is here maker of the switcheroo how you doing? We're doing good. Uh, creator of the Coco VGA project, we have Brendan Donahue in the house. Hey, Brendan, thanks for being here. Howdy. And we have from uh, the land of the Fedora Hats, we've got Mr. James Diffendaffers here with us. Cue the crickets. <laughs> and uh, from the Great White North, Mr. L. Curtis Boyles here. How's it going? Hello, everyone. <clears throat> And last but certainly not least, the timber man himself, Ron Delvaux. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? All right. Good, 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 good. I so, uh, me. hey, James, Diff and Daffer, how are you? So, doing. the cool thing about today's show 
is hopefully, if, uh, if we don't have any other technical glitches, we're going to simulcast on Coco TV in about an hour. So we've been talking with Roger Taylor. For those of you who don't know Roger Taylor, he has the Matchbox Coco Project and the Mr. Coco Project, and he's got a Roco channel called coco tv he's got software development tools he's got programs he's written the guys uh the guys all over the place right and done a lot of cool stuff and he's figured out a way where i can simulcast a stream to a service that he has that will then you know send it over to uh roku and we've done a test and it seemed to work last night so we're hoping this simulcast test will work today and if it does work we'll probably be live every week in two places that mute button works great, Jason. Uh, I'd like to order a number 12 large um, <laughs> orange soda. Um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> the challenge is with doing a live remote. So, um, yeah, so hopefully if this goes well, um, starting next week, we'll be live on YouTube and live on Roku at the same time. So that's kind of cool, right? Absolutely. Yep more ways to get the show the more ways for the coco to get out there and for people to find out about the coco and the projects and the community and one of the things that roger actually suggested um is he says that sometimes when he watches the replay like later in the day it's hard to tell if it's if it's live or not because you see the chat going on and now in youtube youtube also does the live chat replay so what i've added to this right now is i've got a real-time clock here so if you're not only do i have the date on here but we now also have the time so if you watch the show later on, you're going to know if it's live or not. Unfortunately, I can't have a this is not live um, <laughs> embed itself in the video later on. You, you might have to put EST on there, though, because uh, some people watching different time zones go, well, that's live, because uh, yes. that's right now. So. Very true. It's two o'clock somewhere, right? So, um, yeah, anyways. But, yeah, so that's that. Uh, so that's going to be the... the um, the main the main thrust of this week's show is uh, hopefully we'll have a successful launch to Coco TV on Roku and and Ron has got it up there for us so he'll he'll be able to see I, I I didn't bring a bottle of champagne to pop open if it worked for the successful launch but you know we'll have to do that next week now is this and, something uh, you'll be able to control like it'll just become automatic after these this episode uh, or is that something for, Roger for, has to set up manually uh, the, the logistics are still a work in progress but yeah theoretically it should be auto magic where just cool. when I stream it'll stream everywhere so um, but yeah so stay tuned kids in the live chat who do we have here today we have retro innovations uh, critiquing on my spelling Mark yeah, he also sold 10 bucks because you had the bug rate yeah. today so yeah. that's good I'm, I'm richer now so I've, thanks Right, Mark Siegel says hi. Hey, Mark, how are you? Paul Fiscarelli uh, says hi, everyone. Hey, Paul. Uh, Ken Ken Make It says he just received my Coco AD, uh, SDC just now. Tim Franklin says hello, folks. Disney Saints fan is uh, out there saying hello all. And then finally, uh, Tim says hey. Um, Where's the wedding video? <laughs> hey, there's Grant Leedy. There's Greg. All right. Hey, Grant, how are you? Welcome to you, hey, you got your Grant. All right. So we're here. Um, do we have any uh, project updates that you guys want to share today? Don't all speak at once, but anybody. 
I'm still working on G Shell, but I found some bugs uh, from some code I changed, mainly because it's a disassembled C program I'm trying to redo in pure assembly. So it's doing a bunch of stack stuff that's multi levels deep. And uh, <clears throat> I also think I found a bug that might be in the original multi view. I have to actually pull up the disk to see if that was a bug to see if I can fix it. And uh, work is progressing slowly. I had a fair bit of work this week, so I didn't get too much on it done. So not much of an yeah. update. There you go. Uh, Coco Man's got an update for us. He's at Hamvention. What's it like over there at Hamvention, Coco Man? Uh, on and off rain and uh, just a little muggy at the moment. Sun's come out again. And uh, I don't even know which way my camera's facing, if it's facing at all. Nah, yeah, we see, uh, we see a dirt road right now. No, we see okay. Uh, Rob Inman says okay, hiya. Okay, interesting. Hiya, huh? Hey, Rob. Uh, All right, well, that's cool. We'll get yeah, back I've to you got on a that. Bad... That's right. Uh, what about uh, Switcheroo updates? How's that going with uh, orders and shipping on that? Uh, going very well. Uh, very, uh, quite a, a much larger response than I. Uh, I uh, ever anticipated, so uh, I'm going to be very, or I am, very busy, and we'll be very busy when I get back. Okay. Well, that's a good problem to have. It's great that it's a runaway success. So you going to be able to retire on your Coco proceeds? <laughs> He's got Coco Hardware Project. I didn't money. catch that. I'm just oh, wondering yeah. if you're making enough on the Switch yeah, to, to be able to retire. Oh. Uh. No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the medium sized Wendy's next time. Ah, you're <laughs> moving up to a medium sized fry, huh? Moving up in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you know, if if it continues, maybe I'll get a frosty too. Yeah. <laughs> Aim high. Tens of cents. Uh, <laughs> Brendan Donahue, anything new and exciting on the Coco VGA oh, yeah. front? I've been doing a couple of installs for people uh, this past week and uh, shipping out systems. Um, and uh, actually, uh, interestingly enough, uh, one of the people that wants me to do an installation for them uh, had the eBay seller they were working with shipped directly to me. But um, so they the wrapped they wrapped it in wrapping paper. This is a Tano Dragon box that I have yet to open. Okay. And uh, it's in. Uh, terrible shape uh it really uh really mangled lots of uh, received and damaged condition tape uh, all over it so wow so wow. anyway and somebody sent that to you like that yeah exactly this is the way i received it from the from the post office wow so. obviously not um obviously it didn't take a lot of care to pack it properly in the first place huh yeah i'm guessing that the uh, the shipper was not a uh was not a, a retro machine lover or anything like that. So, wow. um, anyway, I'll be unboxing that later and uh, and seeing if uh, seeing if it works. Yeah, you might be having to get your jigsaw puzzle skills out, putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. There, it looks like that's right. That's right. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, foam around the uh, the dragon in those boxes, so it's probably it? okay. But the box is probably beat to heck. Well, there's yeah. actually no foam. Um, there isn't. I I can see inside the box, and it I mean it's it's squishy. Oh, oh no. So, they just um, threw it in the box. 
Well, the there's bubble wrap and... around it, I believe. But, oh, uh, bubble wrap. We'll just have to see. <laughs> Yeah, that bubble wrap will that bubble wrap will stop a bullet. You got nothing to worry about. <laughs> a Nerf That's bullet, something. but still. Yes. Uh, Nick Morentes, any updates on your uh, sound player or um, Gunstar that you can share with us? Cricket mute. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller. Nick, okay, I'm I'm back, everyone. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, music player is now making noises. Uh, it's not at a stage where it'll play a tune. Yeah, it's set to play just one voice at the moment, but uh, I've got to add the other three voices and then get the music sequencer. So I'll hopefully have something for next week. Excellent. Uh, so that's all I've had. I've had a busy week as well. <clears throat> Excellent. So, uh, Jason, your your brother Ken's been in here. He says, Jason, live from Mudvention. And then he says, Jason Jason can't hear at an amateur radio convention. Hashtag irony. <laughs> so, yeah, that is, that is sad news for the dragon that um, it got shipped like that. But... <clears throat> I'm, I'm getting a lot more interested in that Coco VGA project. I was actually thinking the same thing, that maybe one day I would just order a Coco 2 and have it sent to you and coordinate that with you one day when I'm ready to get one. Uh, sure. Not there just, yet. Just but, let me know. But, yeah, I'll make sure that when I when I order it, that, uh, that you know, I request they ship it properly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Don't See, be a Brent, nudnik, right? Uh, Brendan's doing a uh, box opening so we can have there that. Yeah, uh, we're going to actually what, see live well, the, on the yeah. air what actually happened to this uh, dragon. The dragon yeah. birthing. It may, me, it, may, it may take me a while to get through all this uh, tape. That's all right. got two hours. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. So let's do real quick. I want to show you guys something. I've updated this here. But uh, we're going to switch over to our sponsor page real quick. And then um, I'm not sure how well the music is going to come through here. Okay, hit the wrong button, but that's okay. Ay, 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 ay. Yes. All right, so we've updated our sponsor page here and managed to squeeze in a few more things here. It's hard to believe as it is, but Coco Talk is brought to you by several of our sponsors and community contributors, such as the Coco VGA Project at CocoVGA.com, Boyson Technology, Richard Lorbieski, maker of the Boomerang Memory Board, the Paragon Joypad Adapter, and the Coco Scart Adapter at BOYSONTech.com, Retro Innovations, creator of fine quality retro gear for all types of systems like the ti the commodore and the coco go to go the number four retro.com let's not forget the sd pack project sdpack.com and who could forget the hottest selling coco hardware project in the history of tandy itself but the switch aroo rgb to shark cable the only one in the world that lets you switch from composite to rgb with the flip 
of a switch and as we've mentioned we are now on coco tv on roku so check us out there get all your merchandise at our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com i'm a coconut.com for all your color computer needs all things color computer and coco talk available on our website cocotalk.live don't forget the coco crew the podcast that reinvigorated the community and inspired us all to be better people at cococrew.org and last but not least the creator of our best of episodes and lots of great bonus content Content for the show, Extruct Us Productions at FD501.com. So there are our sponsors, and we are back. <laughs> Ken says, flip it and forget it. It's like a Ron <laughs> Popeil thing here, right? So with the flip of a switch, right? And I, I'm waiting for one that's hooked up to the clapper. I want the <laughs> RGB <laughs> composite the clapper so um we'll get there actually <laughs> stevie what you need is one that on games goes level one <laughs> level two <laughs> mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. curtis made a funny let the record show mark the yep. calendar <laughs> with a head cold i might add yeah i got one too yeah so i'm uh i'm getting over a, a major sinus infection i've had this week so yeah i'm very stuffy also, and nasally as well also because i don't know if you're watching the skype chat but uh jason um, Mark is saying that he'd be interested in those uh, basic manuals for three dollars each if you if you can get it for him. Ah, there you go. Because I don't know if he can read Skype in his phone. Okay, there you go, Jason. We got some orders going on there, so some transactions are taking place here. Deals are being made. This is where this is how it works in the fast-paced world of retro. We got fourteen people watching us live right now. We've been at this now for sixteen minutes. Um, our main topic today is that the Coco TV is going to be live on Roku. Oh, there we go. Here is hey. the um, here's the dragon. How's it looking? Doesn't look oh, too it looks bad. like it's in in one piece. Okay. So uh, yep. it looks looks promising. I'll have to see. I understand that there's supposed to be a power supply in this box and uh, some other things too. So I'll have to okay. hook it up and see if it works. Looks like a C64 brick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a couple of those um, for uh, for Different. my dragons. Uh, Eddie, you mean the C64 itself is a brick? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <too>. it. <laughs> And um, and James, I don't know if I cut you off earlier when we were when you finally came back on, but welcome to the program, James Diffendaffer number one. Uh, welcome to the here. program, sir. Um, I am just uh, working on a sixty-three hundred three emulation of the on the MC ten for uh, uh, the multi arcade machine emulator. Neat, neat. So that is the Hitachi CPU replacement for the MC10. Right, right. It's um, Hitachi. Uh, I think that m- might be the the first uh, series of me- that they uh, microcoded and pipelined in the whole nine yards where the 6309 came from. Okay. So right now I'm, uh, I'd hope to have a, video for you so you could see the difference but I killed my uh, main build last night by accident and now I'm having to build it from scratch and that takes hours so sorry and that's that's <laughs> that's quite all right all right well I do have if, if you guys want to see this I'm not sure if it's interesting <clears throat> or exciting but I do have a little bit of a project update which I haven't made an official video for but I've made some progress on my um, cosmic aliens project for the Coco port and I do have MAME loaded up is anybody interested in seeing where I was last to where I am today 
Not at all. No, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Can you pass level one? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, so... <laughs> just um, level one never ends. <laughs> the, the, the last thing I showed off was version four. And so um, in version four, um, I, you know, I got as far as... Now, what you're seeing here is these are all the images being loaded. I used a, a graphic editing tool that Paul Thayer gave me to create the um, pixel art. Um, I then just kind of visually showed how I was getting everything into buffer, so I was marking those off. And then in my first kind of working demo, what I did is I showed... I have eight different spaceships I've designed, and I went ahead and got all eight different um, spaceships on screen, and I can move my ship left and right with the joystick and you can basically just see that there's eight different ships how I'm gonna use these you know like as you go through waves maybe the style will change I'm not sure but as a proof of concept I wanted to show that they could all be on screen at once and as you can see here it's very slow it's in basic and I'm moving um, eight objects at once um, so there was that once I got to that point I said well you know, I need fonts now. Um, I need to be able to put stuff on the screen. So that led me down a rabbit hole where I had to um, start getting some fonts. So um, the first, uh, and so uh, doing fonts in basic, or at least how I'm doing fonts is using um, the um, draw command, which I've done on my basic programming series. I've shown how I use the draw command and how I um, even came up with fonts. And so this was a little bit of a pain in the to kind of get everything to work out right but I ended up to I had to design fonts very small to fit in this very low resolution screen they're actually three by five pixels with one pixel space between them but in this resolution every pixel is actually two pixels wide and two pixels tall so they're they're really big it's very fat pixels you know fat pixels need love too so here's uh, all my fonts and here's a little routine just showing that I can render text on the screen all right so that had to be done and a lot of tweaking had to be done to get the spacing to line up properly because they would start to drift and slide over time and it was just it was falling apart so I got all that fixed so then what I ended up with now is if I load and this is where I put everything together uh, version 5 of aliens right now has um, the fonts um, baked into it has the ability for me to move left and right and I can now also fire a laser and in order to speed it up a little bit I've toned it down instead of having eight objects on the screen at once I'm only animating four objects right now um, but what we'll see here in just a second is dun, 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 dun. here we go so now we've got four um, Aliens, and of course, if they are kind of over wrapping over each other, there's no masking or anything right now. Just trying to be real efficient here. So here, I can move left and right. I got four aliens. I've got fonts on the screen, and if I press the fire button, I can shoot a shot, and that shot goes up in the air, and boom, no collision detection yet. Next thing I'm going to do is add the dropping of the bombs, and then work on figuring out how to do collision detection in a semi-efficient way. And um, no high-speed poke here right now, so this is running, believe it or not, this is running at bare metal speed in basic. <laughs> Hard to believe, nine right? five megahertz. <laughs> so there, there, there are hopefully some efficiencies to be found over time. But there you have it. That's uh, some work I've done, and, and technically that's um, that's a world premiere of the latest 
on my project. So, uh, Tim Franklin says, sweet. Okay, well, let's get let's start with the douchey marks here. So, Grant Leedy, oh my God, Steve, boring game that has flying lions. <laughs> Tim Franklin says, sweet. Mark Overholzer says, and butterflies. And then um, uh, Mark Johnson says, great job, Steve. And Grant says, looks good. Mark Johnson, this game will be great in a machine language. Why don't you compile it with C basic. Well, that's uh, that's a great question, and that's probably one of the next things that I, I'm going to want to do is find a compiler. Um, I forgot somebody was mentioning it. Maybe it was James. I don't know if it was you who was telling me about yep. a compiler. But that 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 will be, uh, uh, you know, we'll get there. I think right now I just want to write it, and part of it's just the challenge of the you know coming up with the the creative challenge to make the game and make it work, and then you can overcome things like speed hopefully with time. Um, but there we go. Uh, cool, 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 cool. So, all right, how about we take a quick uh, commercial break here, and um, and we'll be back in just a minute after a word from our sponsors, and then hopefully we'll have something else to talk about. All right, what's the topic today? All right, well, we'll be back in just a moment, folks. Hello, I'm David Ladd. Thank you for watching Coco Talk, the world's leading live Coco Talk show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me. It's original gamer Stevie Stroh. You know, gameplay. To get your copy of a Gameplay Goodness gameplay. Color Computer Gaming DVD today, gameplay. head on over to 8bit256.com. There you will find several DVDs featuring Color Computer Gameplay videos by the original gamer Stevie Stroh. So to get your very own copy of a Gameplay Goodness Color Computer Gaming DVD, head on over to the Retro Swag Shop at 8bit256.com and tell them the original gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. From Radio Shack, the TRS-80 Model 3. And at $200 off, it's a great value. Select from Radio Shack's huge program library to aid your children's education, plan your personal and household budgets, or to entertain with fast action games. You can even learn to write programs. The TRS-80 Model 3, on sale for $7.99. Only at Radio Shack and Radio Shack Computer Centers, the computer experts. All right, well, we're back after some... <laughs> Grant says I need to do a Trump impersonation. Yeah, that's that's going to happen. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so Tim Franklin says an idea for the sound. Hit one bug, have it sound like Yanny, and have the other one sounds like Coco. Yeah, that's been going around the uh, social media this week, huh? Uh, will Coco Talk be covering the royal wedding? <laughs> yes, we are going to cover the royal wedding. We got uh, it's global news. Yeah, Jason, you need to hop on a jet real quick and get off of this mud vent and get over there to uh, the <laughs> land of uh, Lilliputia or whatever hell they're they're at there. Um, Stick a cocoa in Windsor Castle. <laughs> Grant says I've got small hands, right? And I have baby hands. Is that what you're telling me, Grant? Is that, is that what it's needed? Uh, so how's it looking there? Um, how's the patient, um, Brendan? Is the patient going to make it? Yeah, it seems to work fine. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't listened to audio, but uh, it boots up. So okay. I'm, uh, I'm going to void my warranty. And, uh, <laughs> sorry, void this oh, guy's no. warranty and, <clears throat> and look at the inside to make sure everything is in place. I probably should have done it before I turned it on, but you know. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, wait, as as the screw turns, we will... Um, we are, right. we're, on, we're on the edge of our seat. This is live surgery here, folks. This is... <laughs> um, we are watching this. This is... Um, 
what Grant went through about a week ago too. So he had his. Yeah. Um... Does a patient have anesthetic? That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's unplugged. That's as close as I get. Yeah. Oh, darn. Yeah, yeah. I thought you would show us what one ten electric looks like did, on a. <laughs> did, did, going did, through did, me. Yeah. Did you have that? <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have that certified DNR where it says, you know, don't, 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 you know, pull the plug, don't, don't keep me on life support. Oh yeah, yeah, certified <laughs> DNR. Yeah, I got the, I got the DNR waiver from the, from the, uh, from the buyer. So yeah, huh? looks like it survived. Yay! Yeah, look if at they that. Painted the inside of the thing with um, RF stuff, huh? That's exactly right. So it's kind of cool. It's a uh, like a flat dark gray does it smell they did the same thing that with the apple smell. TVs. It, just, it smells like fresh electronics on the inside which is my mm. favorite smell it's yeah. not filled with ants like simon jonas's c64 oh wow did you see that oh, I should, I oh geez yeah we should have pulled a, up that one that was definitely a debugging job yeah. <laughs> yeah there's some spider webs but yeah it's nothing nothing severe pretty clean very very cool well let's uh I, i'm sorry go ahead nick oh sorry i was just gonna ask um brendan are you gonna put a um coco vga into that yeah that's actually why this guy um had his ebay seller shipped directly to me is um because in the tano dragon it requires desoldering the uh the 6847 and uh, he didn't want to do that himself so i'll go ahead and desolder it and replace it with a socket and then install coco vga and uh, you know ask him if he wants me to install the button board and everything and then i'll ship it ship it to him okay so this wasn't the original owner who sent it to you he bought this online and the person he bought it from did this crap ship job exactly okay well that 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 and that a little better right because you gotta yeah. think the original owner if they did this man might what the hell were they thinking you know the, right. you know the, so um okay yeah it's still it still doesn't make it any better but yeah right Bummer. um so what was i going to show off so, so something else kind of interesting happened this week well right now our our audio downloads because as you know coco talk starts off first as a live video talk show and then it becomes a podcast well last week or this week earlier this week we reached 6809 downloads which i thought was kind of cool i was actually able to get a screenshot on it when it happened because you know you know you never know when these downloads are going to happen so i was very lucky to catch that moment when it happened i screenshotted that and i put it on the um coco talk facebook page and the coco talk instagram so that that picture is out there we are now at 6889 so we're almost at 6900 which means we're very close to 7,000 downloads which is kind of cool that the um the audio version is being enjoyed by people so that is kind of cool so i definitely want to thank everybody who not only watches every week but who um actually and who who also listens but let me where's my full screen in? and i also want to give grant some credit and some crap all at the same time here but the show that greg hosted a couple of weeks ago right now has 207 views and so while that's been out there for two weeks he did reach 200 views within the first week which is a good target whereas the show that i hosted last week only now has about 158 views so <laughs> all i can say is is i am sucking on greg's tailpipe right now he is in the fast lane i'm i'm, I'm 
behind him, and I am just not worthy. I'm not worthy, Greg. You are the man. Um, the throne and the mantle has been passed, and, and Grant Leedy is, is the show. He makes the show. So um, there you have it. So I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, uh, what else is going on, guys? I do have some news articles to talk about, but I don't know if you guys got anything you all wanted to speak about before I bring up some of the news goodies I've compiled. I haven't had time to do much Coco stuff, even checking news articles, so I'll have to bow to you on that one. All right. And how are we doing on time? We've got... It's 2.35, so we've got a while. We're not going to be going live on Roku till 3, so we can probably get through the news before we um, get to the Roku um, launch. So... Um, <laughs> what's Grant say? Uh, Mark Overhose says, Hey, Grant, take the credits when you're offered it. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I give credit where it is due, and the credit is due. And so, yeah, now we've got to figure out what the hell is it with the Windows update that's just killing the sound. And leave it to Microsoft to completely break something that wasn't broken, you know. Um, so, yeah, we got some news this week, and I will show you one of the things that I came across. And um, let me go back. I've got so much stuff on my... Um, on my um, live thing right now but I came across this in one of the retro groups I'm a member of I don't exactly remember um, where I found this but uh, I'm gonna show it to you and by the way everything I'm gonna show you right now the links to these things they're already in the description to this um, live broadcast so you can see these and you can pull these up on your own but this is a YouTube channel by somebody called computer file and this person posted a video uh, I'm, so I'm assuming this is like a vintage computing museum or, or something and he's starting to talk about the TRS-80 and I, I'm not saying this to um, make fun of this person or call him out or anything I just think some of the things were one of the comments was kind of funny you'll hear here in just a second so let's play that and, and you'll hear what Willis is talking about here so this machine here um, is the Tandy Radio Shack well I should say Radio Shack really not us we had Tandy um, America had Radio Shack um, so this is a Radio Shack TRS-80 or as some very rude people say the Trash 80 Where's the 80 come from? Is that the processor? Um, I'm not entirely sure. It might be just 80 characters across the screen, actually. Probably. Um, That's the part I thought was funny. The guy goes, where does the 80 come from? Is that the processor? He goes, no, I, I'm not sure. It might be the 80 columns on the screen. It didn't even have 80 columns. What, what did the TR City have, 32 originally, or did it have a 64 on the Model 1? 64. It did have right. 64. Okay. So I just thought that was funny. Now, listen, not everybody knows everything about everything, but I just thought that was interesting. And I'm sure it, it gets on to be but, um, a little... Christ, we're in the airport now. Yeah, we, we can't we can't okay so my my volume is all screwed up with windows 10 and now um jason's volume is um kicking in so anyways there'll be a link to that if you want to see that video i just thought that was funny i'm not making fun of the guy he didn't know but he's still talking about the machine with love he's showing off a trs 80 machine so we'll give him props for that now here's another one I found too. This was in a, this is in a group I'm in that's called Retro Machines. Now this guy found a website that's still out there that's called Bitview, and this is and, and the reason why he put he um he he mentioned this because he goes this is kind of what like what YouTube was like around 2005 2006. So this old w website's still out there. It's kind of like I guess you know finding your old MySpace profile or something like that. This is kind of like another um, website that looks and acts like YouTube used to be 
you know, 12 years ago, and it's still on the web, and there's still some old content out there. Now, unfortunately, I don't know the link to it, um, to the to the actual BitView website, but a link to this posting in the Retro Machines Facebook group is in the description of this video. Is anybody familiar with this BitView? Or does anybody remember this website? I don't even remember it. No. No. But I thought that was interesting. It's not necessarily a Cocoa project, but it could be. Um, another cool announcement that came out this week was Neil Blanchard um, talking about how his BBS is now back online, and it is called Internal Affairs. And it's kind of an interesting story, similar to me finding my old cosmic aliens for the Tandy 1000, finding some source code. He found his original BBS and his backups, and he got it online. And you can get to it through Telnet. You can get to it through a browser. We'll probably have Ron Delvaux show it off here in just a second. But um, so this is a link to the posting where um, Neil announced this in Facebook. There's a there's a link to that. Um, there's also a link to you can um, you can pull up the um, the website in a browser, and so you can sign into your website. And it's kind of small to see here in the web browser, but it works. And so what I'm probably going to do is get a Telnet client on my PC to connect to it. Um, I don't have the ability to get uh, I guess maybe through Drivewire. Drivewire. I could possibly get my Cocoa on, but um, for the time being, I'll probably just do it on a PC. But it looks cool. I played with it a little bit. Uh, a lot of talk about BBSs now, and so this is one that's in the Cocoa family. It's being hosted by Neil Blanchard. Um, we'll get we'll get to you in, in a minute, Ron. I'll just go ahead and get through all sure. the um, all the news here. But has anybody else uh, joined or connected to the Internal Affairs BBS yet? I haven't yes. had a chance yet. Yeah, I signed up. Okay, Marco's on there. I'm, I'm my um, my handle on there is OG Stevie Show. The same thing I use for everything. So if you find me, um, there's supposed to be a whole bunch of online things you can do. There's a, an adventure game that you can play together online. So um, that's kind of cool. Uh, another news article, and again, I'm not um, I'm not doing this to call people out and to make fun of them, but um, part of it is when somebody's talking about uh, a, a, a Tandy product, I, I kind of want to do it. But I came across this um, podcast. They're called Called Fork Bomb, um, technology and other nerdy retro stuff. They had done a two two part uh, discussion on the TRS eighty line. So the first part was, I guess, the you know Z, the Z eighty machines, Z eighty, and then they did about an hour talking about the Coco, and it was a, it was a decent podcast. Um, I, I it, but you know for us our purest and us loyalist we're gonna find things that oh my god they didn't know this or they didn't get that right and it just kind of bothers us it doesn't mean they're bad people it doesn't you know anything else like that it's just those little things um um you know i i just kind of like nails on a chalkboard for me but it was a good listen it's always nice to hear somebody talk about the coco and i would recommend you listen to it and check them out there's a link to it in there but the one thing that again i'll point out like the one guy who says why is it called a trs80 and goes, well, maybe because it's 80 columns. Um, these guys were talking about the Coco 1 with 4K, and they didn't quite understand it, but they're like, well, the basic needed 8K, and if you only had 4K, then you couldn't run basic, so what could you do with the computer? You know, I mean, I, I, I could see how you could not quite get how those dots connect, but it's the little things like that to me that when I hear it, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm getting chills, right? So um, I actually messaged the guys, and I told them, and they said, look, we, we didn't do a deep dive. We're, you know, you could tell that they weren't familiar with the machine, but they did some research, and they were trying to apply what they learned and, and everything else like that, and it was a good listen, so I definitely say check it, check it out. I'm definitely not trying 
trying to sling any mud here on another podcast, but they did talk about the cocoa. Just be warned, there's a few things they weren't quite um, aware of, and that's what I feel fortunate with that we've got like the cocoa crew podcast we've got our facebook group we've got so many resources that it's it's hard not to be well informed now if you if you read if you know if you look in the right places so lots of information on the cocoa is out there um another um article that came up this week or recently anyways was ed snyder announcing that he's um you know gone from his google sites that he used to have a lot of stuff on to to creating an actual full website that's called the zipster zone so he announced that on facebook and now he's actually got a website that is the zipsterzone.com so here's our very own beloved ed snyder so now you're going to be able to check out on all ed's projects and 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 look he's even got a link to buy now is that working okay so the buy link you can buy now to purchase an available item okay so he's got uh, extended color basic modules he's got mc10 composite boards so he's actually got a couple products now he can you can buy on his website i would imagine this will get fleshed out over time so that's kind of good because ed snyder makes a lot of things but sometimes it's hard to reach him and people are saying well i left him a i left him a message or i emailed him or i facebooked him now he's got a website and you can actually buy things online so that's progress right um and so if you guys don't know who ed snyder is he makes all kinds of stuff for the cocoa he He's making, he's producing the Coco SDC. He did not design it, but he's producing it. He's got the mini multi-pack. He's got all kinds of uh, uh, sound chips and new multi-packs. Um, the guy's an animal, right? So that is some of the news I came across. I don't know if I went too fast. If anybody wanted to comment or chime in on any of those things I mentioned in the meantime. So I'll say that uh, Ed is also making, he, he also designed the boards and uh, and is making Coco VGA for me. And he actually has a shipment of those, uh, more boards uh, on, on their way to me right now. So, yeah, very prolific. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Right, and so there's a couple of comments I missed in there. But, yeah, so I think most of us know that um, the name TRS-80 originally came from Tandy Radio Shack and that the Z80 processor, the Model 1, was based off of. That's the origin of that name. And then it kind of became just a, a brand name. So even though the color computer did not have a Z80 processor, it was still originally known as the TRS-80 color computer. When, when, when did they switch from TRS-80 to Tandy? I know it was definitely at the Coco 3 time. Maybe even at some of the late models. I was on the Coco 2 time, too. Coco 2 time. The late yeah, Coco 2, so say. There's some Coco 2s of either type, depending on when it was made. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so TRS-80 got its roots in the fact that Tandy and Radio Shack were the parent companies and the Z80 processor was the original uh, Model 1. Tom C. just joined and says, good afternoon all. Hey, Tom. Um, so that's where that name comes from. And uh, yeah, there was just a, a couple of things on the uh, on that other podcast I was telling you about, too. They're like, well, yeah, another because they these guys, they had reviewed all the TRS-80 line on part one and in part two, they're like, well, here's the bad part about the Coco. It's not compatible with any of the software of the other TRS-80 things. And I'm like, well, that's not really a bad thing. It's a whole different system. It wasn't designed to be compatible. But yeah, I get it. You're not as familiar as us, and that's not, that's okay. Um, but it's kind of cool when people are out there finding... There's there's never a wrong time to find out about the Coco. And so do you, I do you know if they're going to be doing a follow-up based on some of the new information you well, gave them? Well, they, they, they said they will, in the future, um, plan a deep dive. I don't know when. Oh, okay. I'd actually like to 
to invite him on. So I yeah. was thinking about doing that today, but I, um, I, I'm just so behind on everything and, and be, being sick and everything. It's just kind of hard to manage. So, yeah, I will reach out to them and ask them to join us. Um, but yeah, seem, seem like some good guys and good chemistry. Just the two of them bouncing stuff off of each other. Um, good show. Um, the, I think that was around episode 22. So I'm not sure how long they've been podcasting and what their release schedule is. I don't know if it's weekly or monthly or whatever. But so um, it's always nice to have another retro podcast out there. And so welcome and thanks for thanks for covering the Coco guys. Uh, have we lost Jason? I think so. Okay, we lost Jason again. That's okay. Jason's out at Hamvention, and he's probably got some background noise issues, maybe some connectivity issues. It's, you know, outdoors, broadband, you know, the whole thing, the live remote. Um, Ron Delvaux, do we want to um, look at um, – we still have a good 15 minutes before we're going to go live on Roku. Do you want to show yeah, us – Yeah, we can wait. I'm, I'm going to set up the camera better. Oh, okay. <laughs> All I got is so, a connector there. Um, <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so – and so Paul Fiscarelli says the web-based client is pretty decent. He says Putty takes a little bit to get it configured properly. Oh, so like with Putty is getting ANSI and stuff. I, I, I've only used Putty for like Telnet, and I, I use Putty to log into like a Cisco router and stuff, so I don't usually get this into This is what I use. What is it's that? It's called S-Term. It's a real old program. <laughs> okay, for Windows? Yeah. What about like Hyperterminal? Would Hyperterminal did Hyperterminal do ANSI that came with like Windows XP and ninety eight and stuff? No, I can't remember. I, I think it, it did. should. ANSI's been around uh, for thirty I years. Wanna, yeah, I, I used to I use wanna... Telex myself back in the PC. Yeah, DOS days. Yeah, so I I could get into um, doing some Telnet BBSing. I'm not quite so sure that I would be as crazy about doing it on the Coco because you still got to deal with the crappy keyboard. But I could use a PC and a real keyboard and do some Telnet BBSing. So I think I'd like to spend a little bit more time on the um, on the Neil Blanchard um, doohickey in, in the near future. Internal Affairs BBS. The graphics on it are really good. He's got lots of good graphics, and because it's all modern now, everything pops up really fast. You know. You almost need to emulate the speed. It would be kind of <laughs> neat to watch it kind of like trickle Draw. down onto the screen, you know? So I wonder if there's a way to throttle that and get it, you know, simulate like even 1,200 baud or something like that for a true retro experience. When 300 when for a real retro experience. Yeah, when your pages are popping, it's not even like a BBS anymore, <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like the internet. <laughs> We're on the internet, kids. Um, all right, well, well I, I, that, go ahead, fine. Curtis. I was just going to say, Twilight Terminal, the program that Ron will be demonstrating here and the one by Sockmaster for doing ANSI um, with the full 32 colors and an 80 by 32 screen, actually will run 9600 baud even on the BitBanger port. So it's it's a pretty good clip that one can go at. Okay. Okay, we'll have to take a look at that. Um, I think there might be one more thing we do maybe want to find because you guys mentioned it. And um, our good friend Simon Jonason did have an ant problem. Can anybody find the um, one, of, one of the pictures of Simon's um, Commodores being uh, just completely consumed by ants? I know he posted a few of those. I don't remember where. Do you know where he posted it in Discord? Was it an off-topic? I don't. Because I think he posted it in Discord too. I I saw the Facebook post. I don't know about Discord. Mm, yeah, here we go. There, it's in Discord and off-topic, so I'll bring that up real quick. I found it. And so, yeah, we, we talk about Discord a lot. And so, yeah, Discord, we got all kinds of chat rooms and 
here's some of the pictures that Simon was posting so here is uh, you can kind of see some of the ants on the outside here and then we have um, you can see some more on the bottom look at this this is just like an infestation that's that's insane right um, you know what this is this is God punishing him for all his um, self-modifying code, right? Is that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you self-modify so, code. We're gonna modify your code. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, look at all these ants here. This is this is like the plagues. This is like you know locust and uh, all kinds of yep. crap going on here. Uh, look at the inside of this thing. Look at all these ants. This is insane, right? Um, you're getting to the better pictures. Yeah, yeah it look gets at worse. This look at this. This is like this is this would make a great testimonial for like a, a an exterminator company. Right? Oh my God! Look at there this. There it is. Look at this. This looks looks like somebody just dumped some coffee grounds in there somewhere. Look at all these ants. Now these things are obviously not um, destructive, right? So they weren't like tearing anything up, right? So were they just looking for shelter? Well, I think well, he said that they set a nest up in there, so that must have been comfortable yeah, France and so under his TV. Wow! Did he say? Did he say if the Commodore worked after yep. he cleaned? Oh yeah, <laughs> he had to clean it, but it, it takes, worked. Uh, takes a licking and keeps on ticking, huh? So that is something. That is just—it's frightening. It's absolutely frightening. Okay, so here's some of the after pictures now, or maybe not. So here's where he's got uh, things starting to be cleaned out. So. Um, that is just something, huh? That is wild. That's like a nightmare, right? Just you, you, you yeah. just come home and see your computer just covered like that. I think there's a, a rock band that actually named themselves after that called Alien Ant Farm or something like that. Ah, so. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's Tom, a new, new, new dimension in uh, selling video games. Ant Attack. Real Ant Attacks. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah, to ask right. Simon how long it took him to debug his Commodore 64. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ron, are you ready to show us the, um, the terminal? Yeah, I guess we could try. All right. I'm going to make you full screen here. Okay. So which which program is this? Which terminal program is this? Uh, Twilight Term. Okay, on a Coco. Yep. Okay, here we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so this is a better speed. This is 9600 baud. Okay. And you going over drive wire, or do you have one of those Wi-Fi modem things? No, I have a um, RS-232 pack with a um, uh, RS-232. Um, I don't know if you can see it well. Uh, is it going to your Raspberry Pi? No, it's going to... Um, my PC through this uh, program called um, S-Term, and it has a Telnet thing where it allows you to use a serial port through oh, okay. uh, my um, COM7. So your your, your, so your PC is acting as the uh, redirect? Yeah. Okay, Com that's cool. Seven, so. Okay. Right, so you to log in. Yeah, the graphics are really good on this. And that's on a Coco, too. That's really yep. impressive. He's doing a lot of tricks on this one to, to get the display as good as it is. Yeah, Paul Thayer's calling in. 
And this is back in the days when, um, well, where his um, title came from, Sock Master. He was he was into these BBSs back then. He ran his own. Yeah, yeah. He ran his own. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's where his the the term. Look at sock that werewolf. Master. Yeah, it's like a werewolf with his tongue hanging out or something. That looks really <laughs> yeah. cool, right? Yeah. This says upcoming events: Tandy Assembly, November 9th through uh-huh. 11th, 2018. VCF East, May 18th through 20th. Kansas Fest, VCF West. Is that, a, guys, is that a wolf or is it a, pre, a predator, an alien? Mm, hard to say. Who was getting so ready to you ask guys, your question here? Yeah, sorry. I, I was wondering if you guys know if uh, if Neil did his own artwork for his BBS or if he you know, grabbed it from did. somewhere else. Yeah, that's, it, that's pretty impressive. It I is. like it. Yeah. Look at this. You got like a bomber plane here. Look at that. Brief history really of good. flying tiger. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And there's a brief history. News flash. Is that what that says? Presented by. Yeah. What is his eagle. name on? Screaming Eagle. Yeah. Okay. Stats. Stats. Look at that skull. That's it really says cool, I'm established right? at uh, 115.2. Okay. <laughs> because that's what the, uh, the Telnet connection is on your PC yeah. side, right? I guess okay. so. Yeah, yeah. I need to get a terminal. I, uh, I I might break down and do it on the Coco, but yeah. Um, here we go. Here's your yeah. I, I I started playing one of the games. It was like a role playing adventure game, and, and it turns out, I guess uh, look at the Sanic. There's Sanic right there. Sanic the Hedgehog. He's looking good. Sanic. Sanic. <laughs> Insane. That looks really good. There's yes. all these. Uh games let's see um there's one lord yeah that's the one so it's an adventure game right the legend of the red dragon and um apparently i i experimented in the game and i didn't realize i had to check myself into the inn so i was still out in the wild somewhere and i got killed so um neil had posted a picture on my facebook page saying that he he resurrected me he showed me that picture (laughs) so um i guess you can't it's kind of like force of doom you just can't be standing around things will still come out and kill you so um that was kind of cool but this one uh, you can have multi people playing at the same time right this whole thing is multi-user which is really cool right so um um, and there's a, there's a normal message board, right? So there's BBS message board. There's email, um, so you can have discussions going on here. So that's neat. Yeah, and Twilight Terminal, as far as for visually doing ANSI, boy, is by far the best on the okay. Coco. There was a few others that also did limited ANSI, uh-huh. but he's basically running 640 by 225. Okay. Four color mode on multiple screens that he's flipping between to do the extra colors because he has up to 32 colors at once. And he's using phase shifting to smooth out the colors so they don't flicker as bad. Wow. Oh, while doing 9600 baud on the bit banger. And he's moving like, you know, 64K of screen space just about every frame. So wow. Wow. It's an impressive, impressive bit of programming. Yeah. Is this the one that Sockmaster made, Twilight Time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He used it to test out his BBS because his BBS on the Coco supported ANSI. Okay. Yeah, looks neat. Yeah, one of the things I haven't had a chance to look at yet either is the Play-Doh, so the Errata Online. Um, Grant Leedy says um, that I get past level one in the game. Uh, yeah, no, I was just kind of looking around in the game, but yeah, and apparently 
apparently died. So, yeah, now these graphics are all really, really good. Um, so, is it possible to set up the, a real Coco to run this software uh, to go through DriveWire and then connect on the internet to get to these websites? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, Mickey, uh, Mikey wrote a DW term that will uh, just run under basic RS-DOS and then use DriveWire to do that. And uh, isn't there another one that'll do that too? I'm trying to think. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, I, I think it might have to be written for DriveWire. I can't remember, but I mean, you can use some of the stuff like David Ladd's been doing where you can actually have the Coco directly linked to it too, so. You use a Wi-Fi, yeah. Hmm. Maybe we need to have a, a tech session, uh, one show with David Ladd showing how to do that. Yeah. I have it for Screaming Eagle, and it says, Screaming Eagle is probably out having a Slurpee. <laughs> oh, you're trying, trying to page the sysop. I remember that was yeah. the thing you yep. could do back, yeah. I ran a BBS. It wasn't on a Cocoa. That was on my Tandy 1000. I but, did, but know. I never got this fancy. Yeah. Let's yeah. see who's on. Cosmo, Cyprin, Screaming Eagle, Rondelvo, and Pink Panther. Okay. 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 Yeah, I think at, at maximum I did uh, that back in the day was three three users at once, including the sysop, because I couldn't afford all the friggin' phone lines for. Oh yeah, because you needed to have an actual dial-up line to support that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We maxed out our apartment because uh, my roommate at the time also was running a BBS on his PC, and I had a multi-user BBS, and when we lived on a, a place on Main Street, we had six phone lines coming in for all the BBSs and stuff we had going on, and that was the max that would let us put into a single house. Oh wow. All right, well, it's 3 o'clock, guys. Do you want to go ahead and um, see if we can't get on Roku Live? Are you guys ready for this? Go for this it. This will be awesome. All right, so Ron Delvo is going to point his thing over here to his Roku. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to the big red switch. I'm going to start my output to that right now. Um, is it working? Is it not working yet? So hold on one second here. <laughs> All right, so I think I'm going to have to switch my codec now, it's telling me. Because I'm already, I'm doing a local, yeah, apparently my software is giving me an issue with some music. Oh, it's not, okay, so it's not online right now. Um, Roger's supposed to have it set up where it's going to happen on a schedule. I'm trying to connect. And maybe well, maybe you're just a minute or two off. Well, I was actually so he was supposed to be ready five minutes early, so um, we'll give it a minute here. But yeah, I can't connect. So how about we do this? I'm gonna run a commercial and then we'll come back and we'll try to switch That's over to um, Roku. So we'll be right back, people. Hey, have you got your Coco Three yet? Hi, this is Rick Adams, author of Temple of Rom and Shanghai, and you've tuned into Coco Talk nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. What's going on, everybody? Original Gamer Stevie Stroh here. And if you're a fan of vintage computing and retro gaming, then you're going to love our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. There you will find custom designs by Instagram artist Joel M. Adams. You can get I'm a Coconut, Coco Talk, and other cool video game images on a t-shirt, coffee mug, or mouse pack. So if you love retro, then head on over to the retro swag shop at 8bit256.com today. Tell them the Original Gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. 
Radio Shack has a great gift idea for the whole family. Fast action TV games and their own sale. Get this six game model for $29.95 or the four game model for $21.95. With rising entertainment costs, that's a real bargain. You play hockey, tennis, squash, and more. Easy to hook up and great family fun that lasts all year long. The sale price TV games. Only at Radio Shack. A Tandy Company. And for whatever reason, I'm just not able to do it right now. And this is the problem, trying to do stuff live right now. So um, Grant Leedy is calling in. Here comes Greg. So unfortunately, for this test to happen, Roger needs to have his um, stream service turned on. And I'm streaming to something on his end that then streams to Roco. It's like a broker. And he's supposed to have that scheduled to kick in. Um, But if it's not running, I can't connect to it. And yeah, it's, I, I can't connect to it. <laughs> yeah, so I can't do it. So I just sent him a message. And if he comes back, we'll try to get that going. But unfortunately, the big thing that we were supposed to do today is not happening. So yeah, uh, it's not yet a cocoa project. But it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't give up. And hopefully just, in a, you know. Roger might be coming home from work and get it going. Who the hell knows? And, hey, Greg is here. Grant Leedy, how are you? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing okay. I think a lot of us are under the weather this week. Yeah. Yes, I think so. I think Curtis is sick, and I think David is sick, and I think you were sick too, are you not? Yeah, yeah, I'm still getting over it, yeah. And how's your recovery going there, Greg Grant, whatever your name is? <laughs> yes, thanks to Coco Man. Uh, the surgery is doing fine. Unfortunately, I have a, an infection on my arm from where they uh, put the IV, so uh, I'm fighting that right now. But uh, other than that, the surgery portion is doing great. Oh, good to hear. Uh, now, Roger just responded back to me saying, I can't stream. Hmm, I wonder what that hmm. means. I wonder if something's going on with the software on his end now. Something's broken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's really weird. Roku, the way he's explaining to me, and I still don't fully understand it, but Roku is not really um, very friendly for receiving content. It's got some very rigid ways it wants things to work. Um, and, uh, and you have to work around that. So, anyways, yeah, he just, he just popped in on the Facebook Messenger and says, I can't stream. So, I don't know what that means. Tim Franklin says, Roger does have a link, but it's dead. Okay, I don't know what that means. But So, this might not happen today, but it, it, it will happen because we he actually says, tested uh, it. 20, 25 minutes. Oh, 25 minutes. So, he's, yeah. um, so he's got to get home to turn it yeah. on manually, whereas it was supposed to be automated. He had set something up in the software to automatically start the stream server, but apparently that did not work. Never put faith in automation. All right. So we're going to delay that. We're going to delay that for 25 minutes or half hour or so. Like 2 o'clock his time. Yeah. All right. So Ron Delvo, did you also have a Ron's Garage um, thing you wanted well, to show us? It would have been the um, the, <laughs> the uh, thing we just did. Yeah, the Twilight term and then the Yeah, uh, otherwise. The yeah, otherwise I just do uh, I've been doing my pictures this is uh, a BMP of Coco Talk yeah that looks good and that's on a Coco right yeah that's well it's emulator yeah but still it looks good just look, oh, looks using another Sockmaster product the high color yes. BMP viewer mm-hmm. 
I do see he's working on a Coco 2 version of Donkey Kong. Is that what those pictures were? That was Coco 2. Yep. Oh, I did not. You might want to bring that up if you want an extra news article, just showing a screenshot of his progress. uh, I do have a why didn't uh, Tandy do that we can talk about. Okay. (laughs) Well, let me uh, let me find the um, let me find the infographic here. This is a professional show, so hold on one second here. (laughs) Winging it live. (laughs) Tell me why. All right. Well, Ron Delvo, it's not necessarily Ron's garage, but since you're talking, no. I got your picture up here. Okay. So, uh, you know, for uh, ever, we've always seen these ads, and uh, I must say, uh, Coco TV has five of them on there, and each one has uh, a reference to a color computer, and always saying the color computer. It never said Coco. Why do you think they didn't say Coco until? We just found an ad for Canada, and they mentioned the Coco 2 as a Coco 2. Pretty interesting, huh? Well, I guess uh, it really officially, um, Tandy, it was known as a color computer. That was the official word. Coco was really just from enthusiasts giving it yep. that nickname. Um, and I guess the Canadian ad being outside of the U.S., maybe, maybe they got... Uh, a different different line on that but in the US yeah it was a color computer as far as Tandy's concerned yeah I mean I mean even in the Coco community I mean there was an argument in you know up until I think the end of 82 there were several nicknames that were trying to gain hold what Coco was one ADC was another I think there was a couple others I can't remember off the top of my head. There was a big you know, yeah. argument going back and forth. And eventually, Coco won out. And then by mid-1983, I mean, we had a magazine called Hot Coco. And uh, I think... Like they'd say so it's a color computer, but they'd still have references to Coco mm-hmm. at a time. Coco has such a warm connotation to it, you know? Just Yeah. yeah. Warm and friendly, kind of the, the Apple does, thing. Unless you search for it on the internet, and then it takes you to a certain woman's page all the time. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, it's also got some other um, terms yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Roger sent me that one in the face. Okay, yeah, Roger just says ETA 22 minutes now. Um, he sent me that uh, video. I could probably pull it up because he sent it to me in Facebook Messenger. You guys want me to pull up that Coco commercial? Sure. Sure. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of cute. It's very French. It's a right? catchy so. tune after you play it five times. Le Coco 2 de Radio. Le Coco 2. Le Coco 2. Le Coco 2. 
De Coco do. <laughs> so we just, we make it bug. Oh, we got sorry. we got 22 minutes to kill. How about we just watch this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing it over and over. <laughs> we'll all be singing in French. <laughs> Curtis, can so you translate it's, it's the commercial? Bonnie, it's a Bonnie. I don't experience. speak French. Sorry, Hugo Coco or somebody do. could if they were around, but yeah, find Hugo. Coco do the Radio Shack. Um, <laughs> I, I understood that much. <laughs> Coco do de Radio Shack. And and just to add to Ron's um uh why did Tandy do that? Who created uh, Coco in the first originally? Who was the the inventor of that oh, term? Um Rainbow did say who it was. It was one of the guys from Chromaset or something. Lingerquist or so I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but it was him that came up with it. I think originally on the cassette based magazine and then it kind of just took off from there. Right. Hmm. Oh, there we okay, Mark Johnson says, I am French-Canadian. Bonjour. We'll, we'll get him to translate. Can play the yeah. video again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to put it on a loop here. Hold on. He has, he has to sing the lyrics in English. <laughs> <laughs> Coco 2 de Radio Shack. Uh, <laughs> Coco 2 by Radio Shack, right? I think that's the gist of it there. Uh, yeah, Megabug made its way to... Uh, or it says this is Quebec, I guess. They had the um, Sesame Street thing on there too, the uh, Cookie Monster Cookie thing. Uh, um, yeah, Megabug looks like a boardroom going on there. I love some of those pictures where they, you know, they're trying to pass off the Coco Two where it could do everything. Like an executive's going to be using that, and you see that one uh, article where you got the businessman in a suit sitting down in front of the Coco with the secretary looking over him like, "Oh my God, he is so amazing. He knows how to operate this machine." <laughs> you know, it's just like stereotypical ads. You know, it's just like the man. Step aside, woman. This is a man thing it's machinery right so maybe she was men maybe she was the coco yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to try the facebook link i threw into skype chat there i hopefully that works but okay. it's got it's got a couple of the screenshots from john's coco one two port one is all the um, shapes the shape table basically then another is a shot of the elevator screen all right, so you're gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna switch over, but you gotta help me figure out which one is which here. So I'm gonna go over here to full screen because there's a lot of. Go to the very here. bottom. The, the very very bottom. Last okay. two. Last two. Okay, so yeah, I saw these and I didn't quite appreciate it because it looked so good. I didn't realize what the deal was. So these are all the sprite pieces of Donkey Kong, on but Coco on the Coco One and Two. I see that now, but artifact for whatever colors. reason, it yeah. yeah, with the artifact colors of just your red, white, and blue. Um, there's Don. Good. It looks really good. In um, the in the Donkey Kong for the Coco 3 that he's done, it has a, the Donkey Kong remix has a mode where you choose Coco 1 and 2. Has anyone tried that? Must I th I, that was just a Coco 1 2 color set, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I it think. Was. Uh, but here I, it is. I so this is, uh, this is a potential mock-up here, or maybe it's actual gameplay footage. So this is the elevator's board. I can't believe it. I didn't realize this whole time I was looking at a Coco 2 rendering. This looks so good. This looked like an arcade machine. I just figured out oh, he's working on another thing with the arcade. It never dawned on me it was a Coco 2. 
Yeah, if he can pull of, this off, I mean that that'll you know outrank Donkey King as the best Coca One Two port of Donkey Kong. Obviously. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He'd have to run that at 0.89 megahertz as well. That might be yep. a bit of a. If anybody can pull it off, it's John. Wow, that's right. <laughs> that is absolutely if put, amazing. If he puts it in a ROM pack, he can run it at high speed. Now, if yeah, you take a close look at this particular true. screenshot, you can take a look at where the um, the right elevator, the middle one's kind of blurred. I think this might actually be an in-action screenshot. Oh, where it's like moving. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's be. um, probably using the same... Oh, no, he can't... Is he designing this for a Coco 1 or 2? Yes. Because of My course, you've, only, you've only got 64K now. Yep. If you remember, uh, um, the Coco 3 one took up all of 512. Mind yep. you, a lot, a lot of that. That's digitized word. sound samples. The that's sound also 16 samples. colors and yeah. everything else. So he'll be definitely restricting it somewhat. That's so what the new font. Restricted a bit, yeah. Yep. And I don't no, know if he can do simultaneous music or anything, but no. if anybody, like, like I said, if anybody can pull it off, it'd be John. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Yeah, I saw the pictures and it never I never thought that was a Coco 2. That makes it just so much more impressive. Absolutely. Well, he's lucky that the uh the red and blue of artifact colors does complement Donkey Kong fairly well. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely does. All right. Well, hopefully Roger will be home soon, and we will be able to still get our do our uh, Roku TV test because um, the the test we're doing today, he he again he has to use a kind of a middleware solution, and that solution is on a trial, and the trial it's on is kind of like an on demand. You've got to set it up and launch it for it to work. When that trial's done, he's going to go to a twenty four seven service where we can do it on our own anytime we want to. So today was just like the pilot. So by next week, this should not be an issue once he switches his um, service to a, uh, a premium service and not a trial service. Well, it hey, does work because he had um, NASA TV on two yeah. other channels, and they were streaming just fine. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rick Adams has joined us. Hello, Rick Adams. How are you? Mute. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Coco Talk. Right. Thank you. They're thank you, thank you. You're too kind. Thank you, you're too kind. Yes. <laughs> now, I've just started up the Donkey Kong Remix and chose the other mode, which was uh, P Mode 4. It has an option for video modes, P Mode 4. It's running in P Mode 4, um, but of course, still on the Coco 3 using the, um, the color mapping. So maybe uh, he's gone ahead and modified that so that he's extended it to use a normal Coco 2. Okay. But so is he running that in 256, 192, or is he using yes. like yes, yes? So yes. the screen shrinks it, and the whole bit. Yeah, it's a P mode four display. So, wow. okay. but of course he's he's not using. It looks like artifacting. I've actually got it running on a NTSC composite screen now, and it looks okay. But I assume that what he's doing is trying to make a real artifact version for the Coco 2 ripping out the sound ripping out all the extra stuff and, sure. and ba basing it on his Donkey Kong code okay so yeah yeah pretty oh, good by the dithering there come again James yeah I said he's done a real good job of the dithering on the elevators at the top and the bottom yeah absolutely and having to squeeze yeah. the real estate into an even uh, smaller vertical <laughs> Um, you know, the two you don't even have the two twenty five at this point, you got one ninety two. 
Yeah. Uh, so Paul Fiscarelli just fact-checked and said David Lagerquist. Am I pronouncing yeah, his name right? That's a name I was trying to remember. <laughs> coined the name Coco from Comaset, as Curtis mentioned. Okay, Lag- David Lagerquist, or Lager. You say Lager. I'm I not sure Lager. how to pronounce it. Yeah. Laurel. Coco. Yanni. Yeah, Laurel <laughs> or Yanni. However you want to. However you want to do that. Hey, uh, Rick Adams. Is there? Um, we haven't spoken to you in a while. Is there anything you want to update us on in any of your projects you got going on? Anything you're able to share? Uh, nothing new. Uh, we've been be- busy with uh, crazy, you know, medical things. So, uh, not much progress on the game that I'm working on. Uh, I, I do want to like try to take. Uh, uh, we took the uh, the, the four part music uh, routine out of Temple of Ram and shared that around. So next, I want to take all the sound routines out of uh, uh, Shanghai and sort of pass those around for people to look at. But I haven't okay. done that yet. Okay. Yeah, and that uh, was a really interesting um, discussion at the end of last week's show where we tried to talk about uh, (laughs) multi-voice music and somehow um, may or may not have succeeded. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to share, you know, like the link for where to, you know, to get the the little you know, music demo that I did. Uh, right. I wasn't intending for it to be this like this big brouhaha. No, no, no. Well, that wasn't that was that wasn't no that 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 brouhaha would already happened on Facebook before. So, um, <laughs> but it was just carrying over. Uh, what was I going to ask? Um, gosh, there was something I was it was on the tip of my tongue. Um, Progress on the game or saliva? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. So the question was, you had mentioned that that four-voice routine um, was actually published in a magazine that you guys had pulled it from. What was that magazine originally? Well, I'm Harness. guessing that it was Hot Cocoa. Hot Because I don't think it was. I don't think it was Rainbow. Okay. And when I think back then about what you know what magazines we were reading back then, it was like yeah. Co- it was like uh, Rainbow and Hot Cocoa, and. There, wasn't there another one called Color Computer Magazine, magazine. or something? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we probably Color Computer News was a fourth Color Computer one. News. Nope, not that one. Uh, so Color Micro Journal. Nope. 68 Micro Journal. Well, there's a color one, too. There's yeah. Nick. Nick's got uh, the... Ah, uh, yeah. The, the left is the RGB screen. The right is the composite screen. Uh-huh. So... It's definitely using a P mode for uh, display. Then so, it's fitting it looks, on there. Yeah, it fits fine. It works fine on both modes. It's mm-hmm. a little tall for a Coco. Hmm. One, two. Um, well, he's probably still using 225 scan lines, I suppose. So, because it is still running on a Coco 3, so I, I reckon he's just taken this a step further and he's pr- probably trying to make it work on a Coco 2 completely on a Coco 2 anyway that's it <laughs> very cool yeah well I, I I still think it would be interesting to do a proper um, demonstration at some point in time how to produce multi-voice music but it needs to be in a way that's 
uh, a little bit more visual and a little bit more informative and less technical. So maybe we can work on some of that offline and, and you know, go from uh, like actually one of the things that was kind of cool, like when Steve Bjork did his um, presentation at, at uh, Coco Fest, he had uh, some slides that showed like scan lines and he showed, you know, he showed some 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 schematic type pictures it would be kind of cool to see a schematic of what a sine wave looks like or something like that or you know what does this visually look like what are we talking about here so that might be something that we can figure out for a future show um you know get, getting more into the uh, coco sound type stuff and there's twilight terminal coming up again that's mm-hmm. is that is that a cm8 that you're running on there run yes it is man it looks good yep. it's good on the camera yeah. i have a dark in here too. that's why yeah. All right. Well, I know the sound is kind of crappy, but we're gonna go ahead and run another commercial here. We're gonna, we're just uh, we're killing time right now <laughs> for for Roger <laughs> to get in here. So we're gonna run a commercial, and we'll be back here in just a few minutes, folks. <laughs> you gotta love those fast action games on the TRS-80 Model Three, huh? Which reminds me, uh, Stevie, you got a question for you. Yes. Have we heard any updates on Tandy Assembly? I have not. Um, so I'm not sure. I think I, I think there was a planning call that I might have been invited to, but it was probably when I was sick or something and I couldn't go. And I think there's another one next week. So I myself don't know any updates on Tandy Assembly. Um, uh, Mark Johnson says, long time ago I wrote a program that was a music writer and used for voices. So, yeah, maybe we can get you to um, help us out with explaining some of that, Mark, in a concise, user-friendly way. <laughs> Might be kind of cool. What are you working on here, Ronnie? What are you pulling up here on your terminal? Uh, this is um, Wikipedia. Wikipedia on, yeah. uh, on Telnet. Let's see. Here's the beginning. Hang on. Q-U-I-T. I want to... Um, Start it again so you can see the beginning. Now look at that Wikipedia. Wow, <laughs> that it is scrolls. So cool. It's yeah. it's weird. You, you can't read it all. Cause, and it, I'm at 9600 uh, baud, but um, it says um, type an article name to read an article. <laughs> so you got to know what you're looking uh, for, huh? S P A C D space. Look at that. That's pretty quick at 9,600 baud. And smooth. Is, is that an article that we're looking at right now? Yes. And and it's, how the hell are you supposed to It's filling in it? my buffer, evidently. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you see if the Control-S will pause it? Uh, let's see. Control-S. Nope. Oh, okay. I didn't know if we imp- implemented that or not. It, I'd probably have to look at the... Um, you know, in the beginning, it tells you uh, what to type to get to learn how to navigate. So, so you, done... you would now have to like scroll back to actually read some of this. Yeah, thing. which I don't wow. think you can do. No. Yeah. I can't remember if you can or not. I know it had a pretty good buffer, but I can't remember how exactly you accessed it. There's that little pop-up window at the beginning of Twilight Terminal that ex- explains yeah. some of the keys. Buffer. B. Load buffer or save buffer, that's all it has. Oh, okay. No, there's your pop up window there, huh? Yeah. So you can't scroll back. If I use uh, ultimate term, I can go. Uh, it may do, do it differently. 
There's yeah, no for Wikipedia it should work okay, but it, it won't display ANSI graphics properly. Yeah. Let me try. You know, it's a light. Uh, you know, it's a light show here when we're looking for BBS content to uh, kill <laughs> airtime right now. So. <laughs> it is period correct though. It is period correct. It is a Coco project. So. And it is a Coco <laughs> logging onto real Wikipedia. So that's pretty yeah, impressive. That is pretty good. We'll have to look up the TR City color computer on Wikipedia. Yeah, look up the Coco. I Make saw sure a post so, since we go so for, Wikipedia. for Wikipedia too. So Wikipedia has like a Telnet ah. interface. All right. So Roger Taylor says we can we can go. Are we ready to try the? Uh, are we ready to try live on Roku here? We're we ready to break out the champagne. All right. Yes. Wikipedia so, has a Telnet interface. I posted it in the chat on YouTube. Okay, so we are going to try this right now. We are going to try to go live. We're going to do it live. We're going to do it live on Roku. Uh, Is everybody ready to go live to Roku? Sure. Let's, Let's go. Do it. Let's, Let's do all it. count down. This is like the uh, the ball drop on midnight. And it's got a three together now. Three. Three. Two. Two. two, two one. 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 Live. Live. Hey. All right. Well, it didn't tell me it couldn't connect, so I've just sent my feed over. And now it might just take a few minutes. We got Ron Delvaux watching on his end. It could yeah. be up to up to a 30-second delay, but we're going to find out here in just a minute here. So what we're seeing right now on Ron's TV here is he's got Roku TV up. It does yeah, say keep, live stream. I cl click on the, um, you know, on the stream. Okay. To see if yeah, it'll yeah, load. It's coming up for me yet either. Okay, so you've got Roku too, James. Yeah. Okay. So again, it's 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 streaming to one service. It's got to stream to another service. It's got to be recoded. So there could be you know a thirty second delay or so. Or who the hell knows? This is beyond me. This is Roku. So Roku is pretty big. Be much more exciting than watching files compile. Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing something wonder wonderful? Do we have any stock BBS footage we can go to in the meantime? <laughs> <laughs> hey, put on your CD. Actually, technically there is on the on the Coco group on Facebook. Eric and Alice actually put in, I think, using either Ultimate Term or Talk to my camera, one. But he actually had. You remember that ASCII movie version of Star Wars? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to. He's actually show watching it on his real Coco. So that's funny. That's funny. Well, I'm streaming. Uh, Tim Franklin, hey. O to the wedding stream. <laughs> Dead hey. so far. Okay, so I'm going to ask Roger and say, I'm okay. Who got married today? Buried or married? Married. <laughs> Prince, what's his face and... <laughs> Oh, it's the um, it's the Camilla. royal wedding, the red, no, the royal wedding, right? So, yeah, who woke up at five o'clock in the morning to watch that? Like, yeah, it's like, why have a royal family these days? I just, yeah, that is um, that <laughs> is called tradition. Some countries a, have tradition. It's a good thing. Yeah, but when you you know those royal little royal babies, what's what's so who's who's the other one? So Harry's the one that just got married, right? William. William, 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 right? So, William's kids, right? William and whatever. The younger one. 
Yeah. So that is like the epitome of white privilege, if you think about it, right? I mean, these guys are just born, literally born into royalty. All right. What are we doing here? Streaming is running. He says it's running. It is Ru- up here. Nothing here. Uh, do I need to update my server? Hmm. Same as yesterday. I'm using the same information as yesterday. All right. Well, this is the fun part about doing it live. We'll do it live. We like to watch the sausage getting made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the streaming is running. I got to try to update my, my, my stream again. I don't know what's going on here. Um... It's trying. Is it trying? Yeah, it's saying <laughs> Jim. retrieving. Does it say does it say retrieving? Yeah, it's but streaming it's, now. It's okay, Tim struggling. Franklin says it's streaming now. We're live. Um, Are we live? The streaming is running. The streaming is running is what you just said on it. Yep. We're gone. Right, I don't see it on Ron's end, though. Nope. Ron, maybe you need to exit back out of it, the channel and go back into it. Okay. So you're seeing it on your end. There's Coco. I'm seeing it. it. Tim Franklin says he is. Okay. There it goes. There we go. All right, we're live. All right. Well, let's mute the sound on that because we're going to get like triple feedback. All right, well, we're live on Roku, everybody. It took a little while there to get that going. Um, we now got for it. the real show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what we should do right now is we should now probably reintroduce ourselves to the world of Roku because somebody who's just tuning in oh, right yeah. now on Roku, we probably need to start all over and say who we are. And so, hello, Roku out there. How are you? We're live on you. Roku, we're in you. Does it feel good? All right. So we're here. Uh, this is Coco Talk Live. We are usually live on YouTube every Saturday. And starting today and hopefully every day forward, we will also be live on you, Roku, on the Coco TV channel, thanks to Roger Taylor. And we talk about the Tandy Color Computer. On our show today, we have lots of members of the Color Computer community, including from Australia, Mr. Nick Morentes. Hello, Nick. Say hi to Roku. Crickets. Crickets. Yes. Mute. Mute. It's for him to flip it upside the, down. The sound has up. to reach Australia, come back, and then get to Roku. So there's a lot of relaying going on here right now. For we sure. also have with us Mr. Mark Overholzer. Say hi to Roku, Mark. Hi there, Roku. <laughs> James Diffendaffer, who's watching us on Roku right now. Say hi, James. Hello, Roku. <laughs> Paul Thayer's with us, creator of Timberman. How are you, Paul? Good. Hello, Roku. How are you? Rick Adams. Say hi to everybody, Rick. I'm working on it. I have to push the right button. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Roku. How'd you be my stay? <laughs> Grant Leedy, what do you have to say to Roku? Hello, Roku. And it's Coco TV, technically, right? So let's say hi to the people watching us on Coco TV. Brendan Donahue, say hi to the folks at home. 
You're muted. That's fine. Uh, howdy, everyone. <laughs> Al Curtis Boyle. I was just going to say, uh, Paul Thayer is a creator of Timberman. I think Ron's parents might have some argument on that. But yeah. <laughs> Hello to everybody in Roku, Coco TV land. All right. And Ron Delvo, big fan of Coco TV. Hello. Ron, this, this is a happy day for you, right, Ron? Thank you, Roger. Been trying to <laughs> yeah. get this going for a long time. Yes. Yep. It's cool. <laughs> Definitely. You mean just today or in general? <laughs> in general. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tim Franklin says now millions of more viewers. Don't get nervous. Yeah, millions of more viewers. So. Yeah, we yes. can't see him. Yeah. That. Yeah. So well, we have um, we have different sections. You want to tell them what we do? Uh, what we do on the show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yep, talk about the, yeah. We talk about the Tandy Color Computer. We talk about news. Uh, we start off with uh, kind of like what we just did here, introducing who's on the panel. We usually talk about what we did this week if we're working on projects. We go over news, which we have covered, and this is now news right now. The fact that we are live on Roku. This is news. We are simulcasting on the internet and on streaming television, so that's kind of cool. Um, Retro Innovation says, hello, Roku. So Retro Innovation says, hi, Jim Brain. Uh, yeah, so we talk about news. We have a bunch of different segments. We have different topics, like why did Tandy do that or why didn't Tandy do that? Um, we have the question of the week, which, by the week, uh, by the way, Grant Leedy, do you have a question for us today? We can actually do one of our segments. Uh, no, actually, I do not have one today. Okay. So Grant Leedy often will have the question of the week for us. Um, Ron Delvo um, has a segment called Ron's Garage where he'll show yep. us uh, some of his uh, many, many retro systems that he has. And right now, Ron is basically showing, okay, there's, uh, what, are you, what are we looking at here, Ron? That's my Cocoa Pie in a black case with a, um, what do you call it, uh, keyboard that runs on the, um, what do they call it? Bluetooth? Um, Bluetooth. Bluetooth, yeah, Bluetooth yes. keyboard, which... Uh, I don't know why, but they made the the lettering on the keyboard white, and you can barely see it. Yeah, but, in a dark room. But it is it is kind of chiclety, so it is kind of yeah. like a cocoa keyboard. There's the right. um, cocoa pie right there. Right, and, and um, right now it's running a program that shows BMP files, and this is a BMP file of um, Cocoa Talk. Is it all? Blurred, um, yeah, the, out. the light, the light contrast. Yeah, it's slowing down right now. No, that's fine. We get the idea. Yeah, but yeah, the idea. Ron's got an impressive collection of vintage computers, and every week he brings out a new marvel and, for us to drool over. And this is what a Coco looks like, in case you wondered. Yeah, yeah. Coco three with an extra sticker. Yeah. Yes. From the uh, Coco Fest show. Yeah, that's neat. I'm showing that on your Facebook group. Yeah. Right now so, I have a terminal program on it. It's not terminal. It's just a terminal <laughs> program. And um, it can bring up different things. And then Wikipedia on the Coco. That's absolutely amazing. Look how fast it's going. Yep. All right. And so if you're it's watching Coco TV on Roku, you're probably having an interest in old things right and that's what kind of what we're interested in we all have some type of uh, affection for this machine it was part of our lives at one point in time and is a part of our life again and it's it's this uh who was i talking to the other day 
Uh, it was actually Roger Taylor. When he's basically saying there's there's been there's more going on in the cocoa community now than there, you know, when the cocoa community kind of peaked in the what mid '90s is when this thing started to kind of fizzle. For those of you who were there. It, it, it's had a couple peaks and valleys. I mean, when the Cocoa yeah. 3 first came out, there was a big you know, splurge yeah. then, too. And then also around 83 was the peak, probably the Cocoa 1 and 2. And then the third-party market kind of did really well in their early to mid-90s after Tandy canceled it for a bit. But then it kind of went downhill. And then the last two to three years, basically since the Cocoa Crew podcast and some other stuff started, it's been picking right. back up again. But, yeah, uh, for a 35-year-old machine, there is more going on with this system today than uh, there has been in, in easily 10 years. Or we have to mention OS 9. OS 9. We have to. Yes, and, and we have <laughs> and a new version of it. It's yeah. called Nitrous 09. Nitrous 09. That's a new project. And so a lot of the people here on our panel are working on new software for the color computer. Nick Morenti's And hardware. Been, and hardware and Nick has been working on uh, software since the TRS-80 model one and three. Yep. He's, and a pop star pilot came out last year. He's working on a new game this year, Gunstar. Right. Uh, James Diffendaffer is working on a lot of projects, optimizing Basic on the MC10 and on the Coco 3, and Lord knows what else. The 6303 processor implementation on the MC10. That's correct. Yeah, Paul Thayer working on projects too. Paul Thayer released a bunch of uh, new Timberman. games that came out. Yeah, Paul made yep. a new game called Timberman. He's working on a couple new projects now too, including Downland Two and uh, Buff Commando. Mm -hmm. Busy guy. New Coco games. Uh, Rick Adams, who made games back in the day, as we say, made Temple of Rom and um, Shanghai, and to name a few, and, and last year released Bomb Threat for the Color Computer, a new game, working on another new game now. So we got that going on. Uh, Brendan yep. Donahue's working on new hardware for the Coco uh, to add VGA output to the um, to the Color Computer 1 and 2, so you can add a more modern display, and not only does it handle display connectivity but adds a lot of more value-added features uh, better displays better colors more graphics modes now selectable character fonts so there's just a lot of stuff going on and so everybody gets in this hobby in their own way you know and we're doing different things and, and we've been doing this show now for over a year right yep. uh, we started this show a little over a year ago to celebrate the fact that we we're all going to Coco Fest, and that was something that was new to me. The fact that at that time that was the 25th annual Chicago Coco Fest that's been going on since the Rainbow Fest um, happened, and I think that's really when things started getting kicked into high gear. It was around 2015, 2016, is when um, the kind of resurgence in the community happened between the Coco Crew podcast, which, by the way, yes. We are now the second podcast, right? So the Coco yep. Crew podcast has been running for a year now. They're monthly. They're a three to four hour show chocked full of goodness every month. It's the Rainbow Magazine for your ears. Uh, the Coco Crew podcast has been going on for three years now. They really kind of um, 
kick-started the community and, and interest in Cocoa Fest and got a lot of us all re-interested and, and reinvigorated. And so, yeah, the community is alive. That's thriving. The color computer, a lot of us still have the um, the old machines. You can buy them on eBay. They're still around. Uh, as Ron was pointing out, there is uh, ways to emulate them with software or the Raspberry Pi. Lots of different ways to do the Cocoa. And... This show, we're all together because we love that machine. And you got me, who doesn't shut up. I'm going to shut up now. You guys talk. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe if uh, you did a commercial, you could show uh, also the people who we su support us. And that that'll be interesting. We can start off by looking at our sponsors again. Sure, why yeah. not? So uh, these are some of the things going on in the Coco community. Good good call there, Ron Devlo. Yep. You want to read some of this off here, Ron? Since, uh... Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was a smart aleck, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> what about Greg, co-host? You want to take this one? Yeah, do it. Yes, we have a Coco VGA project at CocoVGA.com. Boys in Tech at boysintech.com. Uh, we also have the troll for, of our group, which is Retro Innovations at store.goforretro.com. And we also have the uh, sdpack.com. And then we also have the switcheroo by Coco Man at, uh, I believe it's cocoman.biz. Yeah. Uh, then plus we have the Coco TV on Roku, which you're watching on right now. And of course, if you want to get some uh, swag and T-shirts and coffee mugs and and uh, drinking cups and so forth, make sure you go to Retro Swag at 8bit256.com. And uh, you go, if you need anything to learn about the Coco itself, anything at all, like where to go for certain projects. Go to I'mACocoNut.com. I pretty much guarantee you'll find everything there for you, or at least get started with. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, Coco Talk podcast. And then the other podcast, the Coco Crew podcast, which comes out monthly, which is a three- to four-hour show. It's always, a, uh, uh, it's always entertaining to uh, get that each and every month. Usually it comes out at the end of the month. And then we also have – I always mispronounce this – Extractus. Extractus Productions, which uh, makes great uh, commercials and uh, funny videos for our show at fd501.com. Back to you, Steve. That's right. And that's Brian Joyce out of Australia who does that. Right. So we'll run a bumper. We'll run a commercial, too, just to show you what else we do on the show here, because this is a professional show, as, as Grant would say. So <laughs> check this out here, uh, Coco TV. Hi, I'm Bruce Moore, and this is Jacob Moore. Gotcha. And we are the Forest of Doom guys, and the Coco Forever guys, and we're at Coco Fest, and we love Stevie Strobe. Only the bravest souls enter. Only the most cunning return. Defeat innumerable monsters to ransom the king's scepter, stolen by the evil wizard. Your sword, shield, and wits are your only allies. Pray you find a magical inn as your only respite in the forest of doom. For the tiny color computer one, two, and three, 
November 2017, if you dare. Shack TRS-80 put the world of color computing into your home. Instant loading program packs turn any color TV into an exciting game arcade. Ah! There's more. The color computer is an educational aid, a home management tool, and up-to-the-minute electronic information service. The programmable, expandable TRS-80 color computer from $399 only at Radio Shack, the biggest name in little computers. And speaking of which, that was one of the new uh, products came out last year, too. Forest of Doom by Bruce Moore in O Canada, who is not with us here today. Uh, also, I um, <laughs> a couple of people <laughs> in, in the live chat. So Tom C. was saying Roku or bust. And uh, uh, then uh, John Stinnett says, hi there. Hey, John, how are you? And then uh, there we go, a couple more people in the live chat. So, yeah, if you're watching us on Roku and you see some of these people on the sidebar here who are chatting live, those are the people who are watching us live on uh, YouTube. I have no idea. I don't think we can have people chatting back to us from from Roku, right? Roku is a, is a – there's no way to type into Roku, right? Yeah, it's one way. It's a one-way thing. So you won't be able to um, – chat back to us live but if you wanted to do that you could switch over to um seeing us on youtube um cocotalk.live is the website if you go to live.cocotalk.live that'll take you to um to where we are on uh, youtube but yeah so the little sidebar here is the people who are watching us live there's 20 people on youtube watching us live right now and they will occasionally chime in some of them will troll some of them will have something valuable to say it's just hard to say uh ron delvo is showing off a slideshow of some pictures from coco fest that we were just at uh, towards the end of april that's our kind of annual migration <laughs> and so um we all get together the gathering of the cocoa nuts and um we definitely are a community uh, a bunch of crazy people who love this old machine and we like getting together hanging out here every week on the show we get together at least once a year for coco fest for a weekend and geek out on this um the machine um you know and, and the great thing is is there's still a lot of passion for this machine and there's lots of things still going on new hardware being developed all the time new software new games uh, new ways to connect us to the internet earlier we were talking about bulletin board systems um, uh, Neil Blanchard's got his bulletin board system back up and you can connect to that on a Coco uh, it's just absolutely amazing the cool fun things we can do with our color computer and it's just uh, it's an interesting hobby so uh, hopefully you'll tune in with us every week live and check out that show and uh, what else you guys want to say about the Coco and our show here I think we need to run a Coco Forever uh, uh, yeah that's true a Coco Forever teaser so this is actually another project so so um, you guys are great on your suggestions here so Bruce Moore who is not with us on the show but Bruce um, has been releasing some products and, and uh, things for the Coco that were kind of interesting so last year he released a game called Forest of Doom I, I don't think I have the book 
handy. But it was a role-playing game for the color computer. And the cool thing about it was you bought a strategy guide. And so you bought the strategy guide that tells you how to play the game and gives you tips on playing the game. And then that gave you the link to download it, right? So here we have a couple people holding up those pictures there. Mark Overholzer's holding up his, uh, Curtis Boyles. So this was kind of an interesting way to distribute a uh, piece of software. You buy the book, you get the game for free. And you actually got something printed and something tangible to go with it, which is pretty cool. So that was kind of neat um, what Bruce did. And, and Paul Thayer did something similar in here, too, as Mark is showing here. So Timberman was produced on an SD card because that's a new thing we have for the Cocoa, the ability to stick in an SD card into a cartridge and run software off of that. So uh, Paul Thayer released his game Timberman with a glossy manual and an SD card with a custom printed label. You pop it in, you play the game. Um, and now Bruce Moore is working on a project that's going to be like this audio drama, kind of like a, a, a um, I guess that's a good name for it, audio drama, right? Like the old radio serials, right? And so it's a project called Coco Forever. He's still working on it. It's going to, uh, it's involved a lot of members of the community as, as, as voice actors, as talent, if you will. And we'll go ahead and run a, a, a teaser trailer for Coco Forever so you can get an idea of what uh, Bruce is working on right now. We'll do it live. Florida. <laughs> it's coming, we promise. Ay vey. <laughs> Put the crickets up. Oh, you know what? It got moved. Ay vey. All right. Where the hell did it go? Crikeys. <laughs> this is what happens here. This is what happens when you do it live, right? I was messing around with this stuff all day today. <laughs> all right. You guys uh, talk amongst yourselves while I find this freaking thing here. You guys keep talking. Put mine up and you can see Coco Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about Coco Fest while I look for this crap here. Look at that. That's really nice there. Anybody going to narrate what we're seeing here, or are you just going to let these pictures fly? Remember, this is yeah, an uh, audio this show. This is a new keyboard. <laughs> this doesn't happen yeah, on my I, show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the new keyboard from uh, Cloud9 that replaces the Mylar, Mylar. plastic. Is anybody going to get one of those? I might. I, I'm, I'm not going to get it right away, but yeah, I might. I did like bucks. the feel of it, and I, I do. I'm, I'm like, if I'm doing true retro, I'm, I'm not going to cheat and use a PC or a Mac keyboard, so... <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I Oh, there's a nice uh, Raspberry Pi running a Cocoa. Mm -hmm. That's uh, Ron Klein's, right? Yes. All right. In a sexy I, case. I, I am ready to pull up the Cocoa 3 teaser trailer. All right. Hold Go. On one second. How does it feel? I'm still believing. What if you could go back in time? to just the right moment and ensure that Tandy won. You definitely earned this office. Thank you. Yes, you're too kind. Oh, I'm much happier breaking stuff. Life has been a dream. <laughs> but what if you went back to the wrong moment? Give me that. How do you even know what that was? Listen. 
I don't really care about these blueprints. I just want Say, wanna... who are you? You want to spy for Commodore or something, are you? Just move! Oh. Hey, hey, hold the elevator! Hold the up! Stop right there! Whoa, whoa, no need for guns, no need for guns! So, Mr. Anders, it seems you have stumbled upon my little secret. There is no point in waiting for security. I think you are about to have an accident. Okay, no, 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 no! Coco, forever? And that's just another example of some of the projects that are going on and some of the quality work, even in the promotion. That's what Bruce was really good at, uh, having really good promotions for Forest of Doom, a lot of video teasers. And, um, you know, the role-playing game is very much an imagination-based thing, so his videos really got you into the theme of the game and stuff. So a lot of creativity, a lot of innovation. Um, Rick Adams released a, a new game last year that was available both on a uh, cartridge, which we have new cartridges that we can plug into the Coco, and you can also get it on a CD-ROM, so you can download uh, a disk image to run on a real computer or an emulator, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Mark Overholzer just posted the link to that. It's uh, cocoforever.gracenote.ca is the website where you can learn more about that project. That's uh, Bruce Moore's site. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff going on in the color computer community, and so I'm glad we finally got on Roku today to talk about it a little bit. And um, starting next week, you're going to catch us live every week uh, on YouTube and on Roku. And so I'd be interesting to see how many people end up watching this. I'm, I guess, I'm, I'm assuming Roger will be able to track it, what the view count is on this. It'd be kind of cool to see what the Roku numbers start turning out to be. I was just no, about Steve, to ask what, what kind of tracking and then statistics he's able to get out of that. So Yeah. Steve, uh, you yourself have done a bunch oh, yeah. of reviews of Coco games, haven't you? I myself I have. I have 100, 200 uh, or so. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh -huh. um, yeah, I'll, I'll level uh, one, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm the host of this show. Uh, my name is Steve Strobridge, and um, I, I started doing YouTube in 2015. Did uh, Minecraft videos, did some retro games, started doing some Coco games because that was my first computer, and that's <laughs> kind of what got me discovered by the community. Um, what I found. That was really cool, and and everybody here in the panel is kind of proof of that. But, you know, here I am, uh, you know, and I'm a grown man, uh, at least in age, not maturity. Um, but uh, I'm the guy playing old video games on YouTube, just reliving my childhood. And then what ends up happening is that some of the people who made the games would, like, leave comments on the video. 
And I was like, whoa, that's the guy who made that game. And he just left me a comment and my head just exploded. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, for me, that's like meeting Mick Jagger or something like that. You know, Mm -hmm. like when when I was a kid, the guys who made the video games, those were my superheroes. Those were my rock stars. And so the fact that they're out there and they left a a comment on my video, um, that was really cool that, you know, everybody's still kind of around. Right. Um, That led to uh, a bunch of interview series that um, Curtis was the first person I interviewed and and Curtis has got an interesting history in the color computer uh, community. He, um, I don't know if you want to tell a little mini history there, Curtis. You got thirty <laughs> seconds. Well, basically, I, I was one of Time's the uh, original. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Go ahead. laughs> Actually, it's Ron showing it. Nitrous Nine. I mean, that was something that uh, West Gale, Bill Noble, and myself started back in '92, I think it was, which was a port of OS Nine to the six zero nine processor, which has some added features and speed. And then Alan DeCock joined us later on. We did that from about 92 till about, I think I got out of it around 2001, 2002, because I just had no time to continue it. So we released it as a community free project. And then Boise and Gene Heskett and uh, Robert Gould and a bunch of others took it over. And then I've gotten back into it the last three years. So it's still an ongoing project, you know, mm-hmm. 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. Getting some updates and optimizations and yeah. um uh, a lot of that came from this show, right? Uh, um, ease of use, the whole idea. You saw that mock commercial earlier. It was kind of a catchphrase. Uh, it was it meant to be complete sarcasm because it really yeah, was It's basically Nick whining is what it yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> but that kicked off um, this whole revitalization and in, 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 uh, making it more uh, approachable. Um so yeah, so Curtis did Nitrous Nine. Curtis has a website where he has a bunch of reviews on games, information about Coco Games, the Coco Games List website. Uh, I interviewed you. You were my first interviewee. I think and, that was on joystick controllers or something. Yeah, wasn't it? you had an impressive collection of all kinds of controllers, and that just led to a long history of um, of interviews with the authors and legends and movers and shakers. Rick Adams being one of the first ones, a big celebrity interview we got. We booked a we booked we booked a big one. <laughs> so we got Rick Adams was our first, and we've been able to interview uh, a lot of people over the years. It's been really cool to have uh, when we talk about the. Thank you, thank you. You're too kind. <laughs> you are. Too kind. <laughs> Yes, you're too and you're kind. too modest, Rick. Yeah. You're too modest. Yes, oh my. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's been it's been an interesting ride, right? I started off playing video games on YouTube. I met all these crazy people, all these, uh, you know, and Coconuts. we're in, yeah, we're cocoa nuts, and we're all over the place. Some of us are veterans and diehard hardware and software gurus. Some of us are just casual enthusiasts like myself that just like to play games and not even play them very well. Uh, you know, we're all over the place, and we're all in this together because we love this machine, and we're still trying to keep it alive. You know, it's really cool. And it's literally worldwide. I mean, we got people from Australia, from Canada, from the United States, from. Denmark, from Brazil, from all over the place. So, yeah, we are global. There's a map, and the map is on the I'm a Coconut website under resources. There's a map. You know what? This is the thing. 
No, there, there's uh, Tony Pedraza told me about another website that's got a Coco map where you can actually register yourself and put in where you are. I forgot what it was called, but there's another one out there. There's just so many things that come out of the wordworks, you know. Oh, Mikey just joined us. Mikey says just checking in, couldn't get on today because my Coco and my dentist office is being moved to a different room in the house. I hope you're all having a good show today. Yes, we are, Mikey. So Mikey, another member of our community. Um, here's Rick's new game in progress that he's working on here. We're getting a little behind the scenes here. This is kind of cool. This is uh, inside the mind, the mind of a madman. This is more than actually <laughs> Simon, Simon's the madman, but this is the laboratory. This is where all the magic happens. You want to explain what we're looking at here, Rick? I know on the right hand side that's a oh, color computer. Sure. Right, that is the color computer three on the right. And uh, then that's hooked up with a cable to my development system, which is a Raspberry Pi 3. Uh, so I'm working on the source over there and rebuilding the game and testing testing it out on actual hardware. And that happens yeah. real fast. All right. Well, it so, sounds like somebody just blew up a sink somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you actually have a real Cocoa connected to a Raspberry Pi, and you're pushing software over to it from the Raspberry right. Pi to, to the real Cocoa. Yep. That is yep. really neat. It's finest. It's really great for me, I'll tell you. How are you doing that? Uh, let's see. It's the drive wire cable, I believe. Oh. Mm -hmm. Drive wire. Right. Drive wire. Yep. TTL, ESP, uh, R232, uh, 232, LSMFT. Right. So you have the Coco SDC cartridge in your real Coco 3. So that boots up with the drive wire um, software built in, and that's letting you talk via a real serial cable over to your Raspberry Pi. Right. And it's running the drive wire server, which allows you to send disk images across the wire to your Coco. And we should say that and the Coco SDC is a uh, awesome piece of hardware. Yeah, I must oh, have. Uh, one of the, oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, life. is that the RGB to SCART box you have in the center there, too? That is. So that's another new hardware device out right now, right? So the Coco 3. What is hey, going Nick, on? Hey, Nick, mute your mic. Somebody's got some serious noise going on there. And yeah, Nick's, um, Nick's moving or something. Okay. So, yeah, the Coco 3 has got an RGB output that was designed for a, a Tandy monitor that are very hard to get now. So a, a couple of our new vendors now have cables that will connect the RGB to uh, a cable known as SCART, which is a kind of a European standard. It's, it's basically like an analog version of uh, HDMI. It's an RGB signal. So we, can, we convert the Coco RGB to SCART. And then you use an over-the-counter SCART to HDMI adapter, and you can connect it to a modern display. So there are ways to take uh, Coco 3 and plug it into a brand new HDMI TV with just a cable and a box. And you get stellar, crisp, clean, RGB, you know, perfect text on here. So um, lots and of ways. And artifact and colors too, right? And yeah, and you can still get your artifact colors. So, lots of ways to um, uh, bring new, um, you know, add new things to the old machine. Hey, Stuart, 
is here from our Florida Retro Club. How are you, Stu? He just stopped by. Um, yeah, so that's Rick's game right there, Temple of Rom. So, you know, we're, we're talking to one of the authors of a color computer game here. He's part of our community. He's on our show, and he's still cooking up stuff for the Coco. So it's really cool. Here's Nick's game, Popstar Pilot. This was the smash hit of the holiday season of 2016, was it, Nick? Uh, yep, sounds right. Just just around the turn of the thing. Um, so, yeah, Nick released a brand new game that he was working on for a while. Uh, you want to chat that up for a minute, Rick? Feel, I mean, uh, Nick, feel free. Oh, no, it's all right. Keep talking. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. He's going to show you what level two looks like, Steve. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is a great arcade game. Smooth scrolling, the whole nine yards. Nick blogged about this, so we got to hear about the development and some of the choices he made and stuff and um this was kind of cool curtis and i got to help him uh help test this a little bit so that was kind of another pinch me moment for me where i'm a you know a guy who grew up playing games and now i got to test a new game i've never been a game tester before so that was kind of exciting you know uh, you grew up playing games uh yes i did and why you suck so bad <laughs> <laughs> he said play not win you know yes Greg's taking a stab at me there so he's it's a level one beta tester that's it yeah. <laughs> right. so yeah a lot of stuff going on it's hard to catch you guys up in uh, in just you know 20 minutes here but tune in to Coco Talk on Roku and, and by the way all of our previous episodes you can also see on YouTube we're on episode 58 so there's been 57 other episodes running anywhere from an hour to sometimes four hours in length it's amazing that we get together on a weekly basis and talk for two to three hours a week now are the uh, old episodes going to be available on Roku as well I don't know that's kind of uh, a Roger question I, I, I don't mind if he puts them up there but I'm not sure how, if he's going to okay. do that how that works but uh, he has my permission to put Coco Talk back episodes on on Roku but if not you can get them on uh if you just go to our website, cocotalk.live, it'll link you to everything. It'll link you to our YouTube channel. We've got a Facebook page. We've got links to our podcast. You can listen. So if you're in the car and you want to listen and you don't want to watch, you can catch up. And uh, we've had uh, – it's, it's impossible for me to remember all the great moments. But speaking of which, we've got a couple of best of episodes. So you might want to catch some of those. We've got the best of volume one and ah. volume two. Uh, those are also available on DVD that you can get uh, from the swag shop. So, uh, all kinds of stuff going on. So, yeah, and we also need to watch a uh, David Ladd. Uh, what did he break? Yeah, David's not Curious. here, but we should play a David Ladd clip. These are this is some inside humor for those of you who are new to the show, but you'll you'll get the you'll get the running gags eventually. So, here we go. What did David Ladd break this week? ESP 8266-01 RS-232 TTL Wi-Fi Network 4-pin DIN Fitbanger DB9 PC IP DriveWire 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 <laughs> That is so accurate it's scary <laughs> That's our favorite line <laughs> He's our David, and we love him. Bless his heart. <laughs> yep. The author of the 30-volume encyclopedia on floppy disc controllers. Lord of the <laughs> floppy. All right. 
So I did say we wanted to keep this show short today, and we are at about our two. Hey, look at Nick's on level two. Look at this is what level yeah, two. Steve's looks never like. seen this before. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. I've made it to level two many times. It's uh, I barely can get out of it, and oh, he's gonna run out of fuel. He's gonna run out of fuel. Can he coast into a fuel canister? Boom! No, he didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get the checkpoint? Yes, he did. All right, so here's level th here's level two on Popstar Pilot. Look at this. Looking good. Look how smooth that scrolling is. Hardware-based scrolling. Boom. Hit a balloon. Look out for those balloons, Nick. Do you want to hear the swearing as well? I just got <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm used to seeing this screen a lot here. Game over. <laughs> That's a splash screen, isn't it? Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a pretty bad game. That's... <laughs> that you look a bit the, rusty uh... there, Nick. That's right. I really Steve Strobridge that one, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wow. That's a verb now. I've become a verb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> David Ladd says, I tell you, people. <laughs> well, that's not actually David. It's one of his many personalities, Paco Otate. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, getting when we uh, when, and we're gonna wrap it up here in a minute here. But I'm I'm gonna go back to the sponsor page and rather than just um, reading off just the websites too, we'll spend a minute here explaining like what some of these uh, projects and, and services are. Right. So, so Brendan Donahue's who's on the call. We mentioned he has this Coco VGA project, and it's uh, it's an upgrade to your Coco One and Two in Dragon that allows you to connect it to a modern display with lots of extra features. So that's a really cool project, and we've been watching that thing take shape over the years. Um, so uh, if you want to learn more about that, there's a link to that. But So Richard Lorbieski, who's not with us today, Boyson Technologies, he has got a handful of, of hardware projects for the Coco right now, new products. So one of them is a, is a memory upgrade, right? So the Coco 3 uh, came stock with 128K of RAM, and there was the ability to upgrade it to 512 and uh, up until recently, one of the only places to get 512 RAM from was from a provider called Cloud9, uh, Cloud9 Software, Cloud9 Tech. And they make a board. Well, Richard made a board, too. That's called the Boomerang. And so now we have uh, people bringing in competition and innovation, right? So we have more than one person making a, a similar product. And guess what? When companies compete, the consumer wins, right? So innovation goes up and prices go down. So he's got a Especially memory sound board. sound cards, right? Yeah, sound cards, right? Uh, he's got a joystick adapter. So if you want to plug in an Atari joystick uh, or a Sega joystick to the Coco, he's got an adapter for that. And he also makes an RGB discard cable. Um, so Retro Innovations, Jim Brain, who's on the call trolling us right now, he makes lots of new hardware devices for a lot of systems. So he makes stuff for the TI, he, uh, which is Texas Instruments. He makes stuff for the Commodore 64 and for the Coco. So he's creating a lot of new products that adds enhancement to old vintage systems. So he's got networking for the Commodore. He's got a flash cartridge for the Coco. He's working on memory upgrades for the Coco. He's working on an eight-slot multi-pack interface expansion that could be doubled up to 16 slots so a lot of cool yeah, new hardware yeah a lot of cool new hardware coming from there this sd pack 
project because our newest um, our newest thing right now is the Coco SDC. So we don't have to worry about floppy disks anymore. But there's a cartridge that lets you plug in an SD card, which is that little thing that goes in your digital cameras and your smartphones. We can plug in that SD card and we can run software from that. So this guy here, Antonio Jimenez, he came up with a project to make your SD card boot up like a ROM cartridge. So he's got a little website that shows you how to make a self-booting SD card where you can have it plug it in, turn on your computer, and it boots up and turns your Coco SDC into a ROM cartridge. Very cool little project. It's a do-it-yourself deal. Uh, Jason, who was on earlier, who's at Hamvention, uh, he's got his own RGB cable called the Switcheroo. What's cool about his is that it's actually got a switch you can flick on and off because the RGB can be either RGB or it can be composite. And there's a couple different ways to do it. His uses a switch. So he's got a project, which is kind of cool. And as I mentioned before, the Coco Crew podcast, they've been going on three years now. And, and it's been a great source of inspiration for me and a great source of, of information, I should say, for me is listening to the Coco Crew. And, and this is where I feel very informed, where we did kind of mention that there's a few things that were on YouTube and a few podcasts where the people didn't quite have their facts right. And that's okay. But we're kind of lucky where we've got a lot of resources where we can get a lot of good information and the Coco Crew has been a great source for that. So they're a monthly podcast. They've got 36 episodes out right now. They've been around for three years. So if you want to have some binge listening, you can listen to the Coco Crew as well as listen to us. Uh, our show, you can go to CocoTalk.live. You can watch all the replays of the audio and video versions of our show as well as reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you want to find out more about the color computer, as Grant mentioned earlier, you can go to I'mACocoNut.com. So, um, a lot of catching up to do. If you're new to the Coco and you're new to watching uh, Coco Talk on Roku, you got a lot of catching up to do, but you're in good hands. we got a lot of people here who love this machine and would love to bring you into the fold, have you part of the family here. What else is uh, David here saying? You need to improve your Pegasus and the Phantom Rider game skills, too. So everybody's just going to dog me for not being good at games <laughs> now. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. When well, you, uh, you are called OG Stevie Stroh. Yeah. Or the gamer. Okay, so Nick Morota says, I had to check out the Roku feed, but I do like chatting. Yeah, so the being, that's the nice thing about this show is it is live and it is interactive. So you can be part of the show. You can call us on Skype. If anybody who's watching us right now, you, can, you know, we'll, we'll let anybody on. I mean, look, look who's on already, right? So, so, <laughs> so anybody can call Our in and be on the low. show. Yes, yeah. So anybody can call in and be on the show and anybody can chat on the show. It's live, it's interactive, and it's, uh, it's every week. What are we looking at here, Ron? That's the After Coco Dark? Talk After ah, Dark logo. Coco. Yeah. How, how many of us are wearing a Coco shirt right now, too? We should probably mention that. We've got merchandise. We've got Coco Talk t-shirts available at our swag shop at 8bit256.com. We have Brendan Donahue. We've got Grant Leedy. we got lots of us wearing Coco shirts right now. I'm wearing my Coco shirt, right? So... Um, yeah, we are like a legitimate uh, thing, right? We uh, actually look like we know what the hell we're doing, even though it doesn't uh, come across <laughs> that way, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, David or Paco or Drenkor, uh, say hi to Roku. You're on Roku right now. So, say hi to Coco TV on Roku. We're live. Um, yeah, so Tim Franklin, is the After Dark going to be on Roku? It could be. 
it's could not be. a cocoa project but it could be we could do that uh, but i think well i think technologically there's no there's nothing preventing it from happening however um i believe with roger's channel agreement of roco it needs to be completely family friendly and sometimes on after dark we don't always hold back our our uh, language so that might be the only limiting factor there is um the censoring of it but yeah it could be it could be on there um no rage quitting yeah 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 yeah. um but yeah i do i do want to wrap this show up this week only because you know i mentioned at the top of the show i have some other obligations i'm still a little under the weather so this is a short show for us today we've only been on the air about two hours and 15 minutes uh next week we'll catch up for lost time uh so i'm gonna go around the room and and uh, you let you guys just if any final parting thoughts words of wisdom anything you want to say to the folks both on There's youtube that next level of uh pop star that Nick's oh doing. man this is the uh this is level three with the rising ocean wow yes i think i made it here once or twice i die like right away when i get to the water phase it's so neat though there's so much stuff going on and nick makes it look so easy but you know he made the game too so um (laughs) look at that level three go nick look at that yeah we still need to do our uh temple of rom uh marathon too sometime yeah yeah we've done some marathons we've done some live marathons now get some fuel there there good job um, yeah, we've done a lot of cool stuff. There's so much. If you're yeah, if you're new to this, there's so much to catch up on. We've done some gaming marathons. So yeah, um, the uh, YouTube channel where you can see a lot of other Coco t- content is um, YouTube.imacoconut.com. That's the easy to remember link to that. Should um, we mention our love affair for the MC10? We should. It's in the family. There's Coco Talk After Dark uh, being rendered on a Coco. So that looks pretty cool. It's you've retrofied our retro picture. Absolutely. Yep. And good. level four for Popstar. Oh wow. Ooh, look at these. The pipes and stuff. Man, I've never made it to this level. Dang. Nick's on a roll. <laughs> Nick is on a roll. I've tried doing it. I've, I've been trying this with my Sega Atari adapter, and um, I don't have. Um, as, as I'm turning out, uh, I think almost all of my Atari style joysticks are wonky in some okay. way or another. Mm. Had to change the mute, guys. <laughs> yeah, looks good there, Nick. I'm You're trying to get through to, to the level five. Which nobody, well, I haven't seen. I guess Curtis has seen it, right? Yeah. I don't I've think seen too many before. people. You, you you can actually win the game too, which is a rare thing for an arcade game. That's what I'm trying to do. This will be ah oh, bam. Who <laughs> <laughs> wrote this damn stupid? Now Nick will impress me. We can do it with a black beauty. That's what'll impress me. <laughs> if Nick can't get there, nobody can. <laughs> I haven't played this in a while, so I'm a bit damn rusty. Yeah, you forget where things are and yeah, what the best paths are. Have you got enough tokens to unlock level five? I don't know, but I'm trying to collect as many as I can now. I think that I was actually one of my suggestions, right? Was to have oh. a, bo- a bonus round. So you guys can thank me for level five. Nick had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. 
This is the thing. You get so close. Yeah. That's why the uh, bonus round is so um, challenging. Agreed. Sorry to hold up the show, guys. It's just Matt. got me hooked now. <laughs> yeah, well, you're almost there. We're on the edge of our seat here. We're going to we're gonna sit here and ride this out with you. All right. I've finally got one life left, so here yeah, we no, go. No pressure, Nick, but you're showing no, up no, on Roku no. and YouTube, so. Yeah. Sweating already. The whole world is on the edge of this. Is more. This has got more viewers in the royal wedding right now. Screw those Brits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, concentrate. Use the force. <laughs> Stay on target. Stay, Stay on, on target. target. <laughs> no, no talk after dark. Yes, yes. Made it. Yep. Made it. Okay, folks. This is it. Ah. Oh. Oh, no, you didn't get to it. Oh, no. What the hell just happened there? You didn't have enough tokens to get level five. Oh, Oh, not enough tokens. No. Missed it by one. Well, I didn't didn't think I was going to even make it this far, so I didn't concentrate on tokens. I thought, oh, what the hell, you know? (laughs) Everyone will go go to be asleep by the time I get to this point, but I made it. You did. Okay, you want to watch it again? No. Everything's under control. Uh, Situation okay. normal. Yep. Yeah. Bad feeling about this. I'm trying to find my stay on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Coker Man came in just in time for us to wrap up the show. How are you, Coker Man? What's the topic? (laughs) Hamvention. So Coco Man is our correspondent. Where is Hamvention at, Jason? Hamvention is in Xenia, Ohio. That's near that's near Dayton, Ohio, I guess is the uh, closest place there. It's at the Green County Fairgrounds. Okay. And uh, I did I did bring some stuff back. Nice. Let's see uh, if this from, spoils. Uh, well these are these are gonna be going to Mark. I picked them up for Mark, but I picked Mark. up the uh, Mark Overhoser, I picked up the uh, getting started with uh, extended color basic. Mark's happy about that. Color computer disk system. Yep, don't have that one. And uh, and we got the big mamma jamma here. Nice. And that's that's not even the Coco Two one. Yeah, that's that's. No, I I did get one that looked like this with my Coco Two, but I had a. uh, I had an early, you know, uh, melded keyboard American Coco too. Yeah, they yeah, kind of merged the two manuals together later, which is that getting started with extended basic. So, yeah, and I have a, I have a Coco one with no manual too, so I think I have a match now. Hmm. Yeah. And there's yeah, two versions fun. of that manual. That one looks to be the thick one that actually has section four on machine language and stuff. Yeah. Right. There's an original one when the Coco one first came out. They didn't have time to finish the manual, so they gave you one that just had the first chunk. It was like a half half a manual. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. Yeah, that's neat. Cool. So, so Jason was showing us some of the stuff that was on the table. Mark put Mark said, "Hey, I'd like to get those books." And so that's uh, the community community in action right there, right? So thank you, Jason. I, oh, uh, you're I, quite... I, have, I have machines without manuals, so wonderful. I'm I'm glad I can help. I'm glad you know we were on we were on Skype pre-show, and I just started showing some of the stuff at this one particular booth at at the Hamvention in the flea market. Yeah, and. You guys on Skype spotted these. I didn't even see these. I said, I hadn't seen a single Coco thing the whole time I've been here. And you're like, what about that? What about that? What about the, like, found found those three manuals. So that's great. Good eye, good eyes, guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll be taking the, well, 
I'll have some family stuff next weekend, but weekend after next, I'll be taking the show on the road to CorksCon in Columbus, Ohio. That's the Columbus, Ohio Retro Gaming Society's uh, show on two Saturdays from now. Excellent. So we'll have some more remote correspondence for our roving reporter, Jason the Cocoa Man. <laughs> Excellent. Has, uh, has you, have you been reimbursed for all your trips and mileage and everything? Is uh, accounting taking care of you? Yeah, we're... we're we're good. I, I think I, I think I got a division by zero error. <laughs> hey, we got podcast money here. There's no expenses too big here, so. <laughs> uh, no, no expenses too big not to pay. It's, <laughs> no expenses too big to pay as long as it's free. Yes, yes. And yeah. I like Jim's comment in the chat right now too. Okay, yeah. And actually, we're um, we're it's gonna be it's gonna be even better than Jim's expecting because I'm not rolling any cro- any closing credits so we're just we're gonna we're all gonna sign off here and that's gonna be the end of what? the show right? so yeah no no keeping it keeping it short so not even the uh, towel thing at the end no 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 that's uh, things are being redesigned and uh, and I just don't have time to do that so another one of Nick's games Pac-Man's up there on the screen um Mark Overholzer, anything you want to say as we as we close out our episode? Yeah. And- One thing. Uh, my friend Mateo, he's uh, working on a project. You can see it posted on the TRS-80 Color Computer Group on Facebook. It's his uh, Beep Up My Arcade Cabinet. It's got a few okay. songs in it, and I think he's working on some games, too. Anyway. Oh, cool. There you go. Mateo in Italy. Nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Donahue, anything you want to say to, to play us out and just wrap up the show? Parting thoughts? Uh, got nothing. <laughs> the dragon's right. fully working uh yeah that that dragon is is working yeah mine mine isn't but that's okay that that's another problem hey you got some spare parts to pull from now yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> blame it on the postman <laughs> so uh ron delvo are you happy that we're on roku ron yeah it's, it's really awesome not only that but um you guys are all missing uh steve bjork when he's on he has a lot of neat things to talk about and he's an yeah. interesting guy to hear yep yep another one of our veteran members of the community <laughs> living legend uh yep. yeah I, I haven't heard too much from steve this week but he's been very active in our community he's been on our show quite a bit and we're we're delighted to have him good good point there Yep. Uh, and I know, I know you've been a big fan of the Coco TV on Roku, and now you're going to make me want to. You're going to make me run out and buy a Roku now. So <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It is. It just just to watch this crappy show on an, another way. You know, it's like I already watch it and I already listen to it. Now let me watch it again on Roku. Just it's good stuff. Just because, yeah. <laughs> um, Curtis Boyle. Well, one thing I'd mentioned on the Roku, you can actually use the Roku to watch us live on, on the, your big screen TV, but then you can use like a tablet or a phone or, or a laptop or whatever to actually just monitor the chat on YouTube. You can actually do both. There you go. Watch us on uh, Roku and then chat on a mobile device or something. And it won't, it won't take away from the screen. You'll be able to watch the full show without having to cut it off with windows over top of each other. So That's a good idea. Good idea. Cool. And uh, James Diffendaffer, anything you want to say as we wrap up this show? Well, uh, if I get my problem worked out, I should post a video comparing the 6803 and 6303 in speed. Ah, I can, well, I can post that and uh, re- reply to the video when it goes up on YouTube. All right. Sounds good. We look forward to that. Uh, Paul Thayer, anything you want to say before we wrap this show up? 
No, I got nothing. I'm working on projects while I listen to you knuckleheads. So. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> what about Get you, you honest Mr. for your own good. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. right. <laughs> the um, machine that I did my uh, demo of the internet on, you know, with uh, Telnet, was a 6309 Coco, by the way. Okay, okay. Which is another project to upgrade the CPU mm-hmm. in a Coco 3, get some more performance out of it. Uh, Rick Adams, anything you'd like to uh, play us out on? Uh, nothing, just uh, if you want to learn assembly, uh, there's lots of people that'll help you. So let us know. All right, sounds good. Especially on Discord, which Steve should go into it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that in just a second. Uh, Grant Leety, Mr. Question of the Week, anything you want to close us out on? Yeah, nothing uh, nothing much here. Just uh, everybody have a good week, and I will be back to my, hopefully my normal self by next weekend. And uh, one question, next week is Memorial Day. Are we still doing the same time, same place? Mm, uh, I, I don't see why not, unless something other happens. If that happens, we'll communicate. Um, and so that's that's a good point. So especially Well, there will be a lot of people at home sitting in front of their Roku. Yeah, Memorial Day. So, um, or they'll be on the lake. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. on our website, CocoTalk.live, there is a calendar. And so if the time of the show is going to change, it'll be on that calendar. So if you go to CocoTalk.live, click on calendar, you'll see any updates there. We also, um, when the show is going to go live, I create an event on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, um, like CocoTalk's page on there, and you'll see the event time. And we, we publish the event when we're going to be live, and we, push, we push, publish the link and all that kind of stuff there too so cocotalk.live or facebook is another way to find out when the shows are going to be live nick marentes nick marionettes anything you want to say uh to the world uh, before we wrap up this uh, episode? not really um yeah thanks for watching on roku um next time i'll try to get through to level five mm, sounds good and, uh, <laughs> jason the coco man turned himself upside down and on ah, that's being better. In, in Australia, right? <laughs> I, I can turn my monitor back up so I, up the right way. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, there he goes, upside down again. Jason the Coco Man, <laughs> our correspondent. Correspondent, yes. Uh, be, it will be at CorgsCon in Columbus in two weeks, and uh, I'm just here with the uh, with the uh, with the uh, photo of the uh, lovely Dayton skyline here. Ah, so, nice. You ought to explain what that uh, event's going to be in two weeks in Columbus. Um, it, it uh, yeah, it's the uh, Columbus, Ohio Retro Gaming Society. So it's a, it's going to be a retro gaming show. Now, does I've that never cover, been to. Does that cover personal computers? Do you know too, or just the gaming systems? Good question. I'm not sure. I'm just kind of going to go. I have to. I wish I had their website handy. I, I, I'd give out the website here real quick, but uh, I don't. Uh, Korg's, uh, yeah, Korg's con, do, 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 do. yeah, Korg's-con.webs.com. Oh. Appears to be. That's a mouthful. Sounds it Star Trek-ish. <laughs> it, really, it really does, but. Uh, it sounds like David talking is what it sounds like. <laughs> Drivewire, <laughs> Drivewire, yeah. ESP. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that'll be in two weeks. Uh, it's just a one-day event. It's just a Saturday event, so I'm going to go check it out and uh, see okay. what it's all about. And uh, I think Neil from the Coco crew made a, made a mention that he may uh, show up at that. So uh, Okay, that'll be cool. Uh, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll see him there. It's not a Coco project. 
but it could be but it could be excellent excellent mm-hmm. all right well we're gonna wrap up episode 58 we are live on coco tv on roku so i want to thank rondell vo for yep. really wanting to make this happen i want to thank roger taylor for finding a way to make it happen and for um you know getting us the ability to cross the streams and hopefully next week it'll be a little smoother and hopefully next week we're going to simulcast from the get-go 2 p.m eastern standard time is the plan even though it's a holiday uh if that changes we'll we'll post it on facebook we'll post it on the calendar on cocotalk.live i have been your host for this train wreck i am the original gamer steve bistro and that's it we're out of here you guys you guys good yeah, I just mentioned it's a holiday in Canada this weekend, so actually we don't have a long weekend next weekend. That's this weekend. So, ah. well, us Canucks will definitely be ready for the show. Okay, it's a metric <laughs> holiday weekend. Yeah, <laughs> one point right. two holidays. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, goodbye, Koku TV. Goodbye, Roku. We are signing off of Roku right now. In three, two, one. All right, we're off of Roku, and we're now signing off of YouTube. Goodbye, YouTube, in three, two, one. All right, so we're off of everything. Thank you for watching Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. For all things Coco Talk, visit us on the web at cocotalk.live. We'd love to hear from you. Send feedback, suggestions, even segments via email to cocotalk at cocotalk.live. If you love the color computer like we do, then visit imacoconut.com for all your color computer needs. Consider supporting the show with a purchase of merchandise from our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, then visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash Coco Talk would not exist without the community and its cast and crew. Thanks go to Curtis Boyle, David Ladd, Mark Overholzer, Grant Leedy, Bruce Moore, Rick Adams, Rom Delvaux, Richard Lorbieski, Jim Brain, Nick Marentis, Karen Anscombe, Simon Jonason, Wayne Campbell, Steve Batson, Brian Joyce, John Strong, and Barry Nelson. Special thanks to Steve Bjork for production suggestions and Brian Joyce for our Best of 2017 episode. Please help support the Coco community by visiting some of its contributors. The Coco Crew Podcast at cococrew.org. Glenside Color Computer Club, host of Coco Fest at glensideccc.com. Jim Brain and Retro Innovations at go, the number four, retro.com. Tandy Assembly at TandyAssembly.com. Cloud9 Technologies at Cloud9Tech.com. Boyson Technologies at B-O-Y-S-O-N-Tech.com.
Right now, here. Now so it's very rockers. little different local, from where it normally is then. Local recording now. All right. Well, not bad. Not bad. A couple of glitches. We covered but... a lot. Yeah. We did. Two hours. Two and a half hours. Yep. That's another one of them two and a half hour, two hour shows. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's metric. That's better than a four hour, two hour show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we missed anybody, did we? <laughs> We talked about everybody pretty much, or we mentioned them, so. didn't we? Yeah, it's good, good as we could do. Did we mention so, David Zad? Mm, yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. He was on the live chat. Yeah, I think maybe we, for we the saw next... his explosion. Yeah, right. <laughs> you talked about me enough. I was happy. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, uh, Enough about me, but let's talk about me. <laughs> Thank you. You're too kind. Yeah, that's a I've talked word. enough about me now. You guys can talk about me now. So. <laughs> Don't you worry about talking about me. I'll worry about talking about me. <laughs> Who's on first? Hey, Jason, thanks for the tour at Hamvention. That was cool just walking around and seeing what was going on. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. problem. I wish it would have worked better, but it just the right before the show started, my network connectivity just went... But there's so many people there, and I think so few cell sites. And uh, wow. it's at a it's at a fairground, so it's not really in the metro area. It's actually a ways out, and this is only the second year they've had it at that particular uh, location. So I think all the bugs are still being worked out, even with the cellular network. You know these big these big shows on TV and stuff. They they bring the cocos and set them up. You know, and then when you go there, you go, oh look what I found. You know, and then and then you you know you you make fake haggles with the guy, you know. Yeah, and this is you get it for ten bucks. <laughs> this isn't storage wars or yeah uh, any uh, what the uh, pickers or any yeah yeah, yeah if, if that was so yeah then I, I would have brought some cocos with me and staged them and fake haggled. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That, the three cocoa things I found at Hamvention will be going to Mark. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's I already cool. sent money. They're mine. Yeah, absolutely. They are yours, and I will. Uh, I'll, I'll get them out in the mail on Monday. Thanks. I, like I said, I have cocos without manuals, so it's like, oh yeah. Hey, what so I'm guys? happy to do it. I'm glad you guys spotted it. I didn't see it, and I was there. You guys <laughs> saw it on Skype. I missed it. I, I'm many eyes, many eyes. What do you guys eyes. think of the new layout that I got here with the chat, with the scan lines and stuff? Is that Look. It helps guide the eye. Actually, I like it better than the original. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the too much static was a little bit busy, where the whole screen was static. So now I have just a smaller static here. Um, I think your static I'll, needs to be static. Yeah. That motion probably screws with the codec. Yeah. Nah, yeah I don't know. Down. But uh, Grant, so the the text that's on here now, where it says episode fifty eight and and the uh, topic, these are now just text that you can edit. So it's not it's not a graphic anymore. Before I had to go into Photoshop and update a graphic. So when I give you an updated copy of this, if you need to change the episode number, you just type in the box and you edit the text. Cool. Uh, now, so, did, did I uh, I did I heard the beginning of the show, but I wasn't paying attention. So you were now having the same problem that I was having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I play a clip, the audio is really low so it's got to be something with windows 10 update then. yeah yeah because i'm looking at my volume mixer and even though i have the sliders all the way up to 100 when you look at the little green line going up and forth it's only going up like halfway so even though the slider says it's on max the actual levels somehow aren't reaching the the, the top so uh, uh more homework's gonna have to happen now Go for this, say the 
как шампион, день и крови дам для пьем, Буду же не подобрать, лезь ведь все погизя, Так спасем я глаза, ей команде волоса, Но цукулы погода, будьте кусы гестердия, Пупку дыгаю жатона перезонеса. Un ordinateur couleur qui a de la personnalité. Le Coco 2 de Radio Sac. On solde pour Noël à partir de 149,95. slot MPI. You know, floppy drive, Coco SDC, um, sound speech pack, orchestra 90, RS-232 pack, modem pack, super IDE. You start adding all those together if you want them all usable at the same time. Well, guess what? You just went over the four slot MPI.